303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. What is it about paint? You pick a color in the store, you think it looks nice, but then you cover your whole house in it and, ugh, bad choice. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brahman Show, and KNH Home Solutions want you to cover your house in something beautiful. Everlast Composite Siding is the most advanced home siding in the industry. You never have to worry about it. It doesn't require caulking or painting. It's water resistant, so it can't swell, bow, rot, or even be attacked by bugs. And get this. Everlast gives you a lifetime warranty against color fading, chipping, cracking, and even hail. Cover your whole house in Everlast, and you'll think, ah, good choice. If you replace your entire house with Everlast, K&H Home Solutions will give you 30% off your entire project. Yeah, 30% off. Do not miss this incredible deal on Everlast Composite Siding. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Stark! Hey, Landis Scott! Hey, Bob in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go Abs! KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. The biggest off-season pickup was LeBron James. if you're excited, but I can tell you are. I mean, who doesn't love LeBron James? He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And now, LeBron is the newest Los Angeles transplant. Los Angeles transplant is also what he Googles when he needs new hair. (laughs) That's okay. Like, LeBron, when he hosted, he made fun of me, too. I'd say we're even. J.R. Smith would say we're up by one. Uh. Wow. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. That was actually a really good line. Danica Patrick. Yeah. James Merrillat, you know him as Manchester. Will Peterson, HW, with you this morning until 10. You know what? Danica did a nice job. At the ESPYS last night. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough gig. She had uh, big shoes to fill because Peyton Manning was so good as the host last year. Uh, she did a nice job. That's a that's a tough assignment. Uh, and as we just heard in that little clip, she uh, she could deliver a punchline. That was great. Yeah, roasted LeBron pretty nicely because he's going bald. Roasted J.R. Smith for not knowing the score of an NBA Finals game. We'll play a lot of her monologue throughout the show this morning. Uh, Manchester, we got a lot going on today. You're going to give us a list of all lists. We'll talk to Kyle Keefe about the abs. We'll talk to former Broncos center Tom Nalen, and we'll discuss what you did yesterday with Nate and Ryan, the Mount Rushmore of Denver sports. Yeah, now they had me on to talk about it. I had a little bit of a different take than they did. Uh, you know, we had a fun banter, and then as soon as I was off the phone, they went ahead and ripped me. 
I'm like, well, this isn't cool. I was, I was on the phone. You could have had this conversation with me. Um, so we'll, we'll break it down. I'll represent my Mount Rushmore. It is different. I admit it. Um, and you know, I can, uh, I can defend myself since I didn't get a chance to, uh, with those two yahoos. I mean, it is that time of year where we're talking about things like Mount Rushmore. I don't want to give too much away, but just to give people a taste, I actually was in the car at the time and heard the segment. You, uh, you discussed just one from each of the quote unquote big four teams, basically the best yes. player in franchise history. Yes. That's, that's how I took the, uh, the, the Mount Rushmore. Uh, Nate went with, uh, best four athletes ever players. So he had a couple Broncos and a couple abs. Okay. That's another approach, but I went with, uh, the big four franchises and here are the four best players are the best player to ever play for each of those franchises. And there were maybe a couple surprises, but it's, uh, it's all right. I think I can, uh, I can defend my choices and I will do that uh, again at 745. Yeah. Well, and just to let people know, Helton and Elway didn't make it. So that I assume, is correct. I assume that's what they were ripping you about. Uh, more so the second one than the first one, but yes, that was the, uh, that was the big debate. Yeah. I mean, not including John on the Mount Rushmore is, is controversial, yeah, but you know what? I, I actually watched every game John Elway played. You got one guy from Chicago and one guy from Minnesota who all they, they just know the legend. I watched him play. I watched him go down and get blown out 42 to nothing in New Orleans in a regular season game. 42 to nothing. Did Peyton Manning lose 42 to nothing to a bad New Orleans team on the road? I mean, he lost the Super Bowl 43 to 8. John Elway lost the Super Bowl 55 to 10, 42 to 10, and we're not going to talk about that. I mean, he's got blown out three times in Super Bowls. Yeah, but John won and 39 to 20. Only won one of them. In four years, he won one. He also had the greatest season by a quarterback in NFL history. Every time they played, we thought they were going to win. Look at his winning percentage as a Bronco. Did he ever have a five and eleven stinker of a season? No, he did not. Did he ever? Did John Elway ever have to win with John Fox as his head coach? No. I mean, give me a freaking break. I didn't mean to get you fired up all early, but I could tell that you know once you hung up the phone and then the next segment uh, was about you. They just ripped you, me. You were itching to get back in here. I was upset. I just, it's it just, everybody looks at him like John Elway's a given. He should be up there. He was a great player. I loved John Elway. I was a, the biggest John Elway fan when I was a kid. But I'm objective enough to say Peyton Manning was better. He was. He, he, I mean, find me as, find me some of the stinkers that Peyton Manning had that can compare to John Elway's stinkers. He yeah, didn't I mean, have them. The Chiefs game was pretty bad. What was that? Five picks? Okay. At one game. Yeah. At one. I can find you a dozen. Did Peyton Manning ever go to Buffalo in an AFC title game and put a, put a big goose egg on the on on the scoreboard? And then he got hurt. Elway got hurt. Kubiak comes in, leads them to a touchdown at the 10-7 game. If Steve Sewell doesn't fumble the ball late, that game's going to overtime. You know the only touchdown the Broncos gave up in that 10-7 loss in the AFC title game? You want to have take a guess? A pick six. A pick six. Who threw the pick six? John Elway. Their defense held the mighty Buffalo Bills offense. In Buffalo to three points. It was like a 54-yard field goal from Steve Christie. And Elway couldn't win the game. All right, before we get to big news, we're going to go to the hotline and welcome in Vic Lombardi, who's got something to say to you. What's up, Vic? How are you? I couldn't help myself, guys, and I, I apologize profusely. I told myself I would not interfere with the program as I make my way to this uh, golf tournament with the Moj. But I, I heard those ridiculous comments made by Manchester just there, and I had to offer my feedback because you just said, those guys are not from here, so what kind of insight would they have on on Elway versus Manning? Well, I am from here, and like you, I've watched every game both guys have played, every game very closely. 
your comments there about uh, Manning being ahead of Elway on the Mount Rushmore might be the most moronic comments you've ever made. And you've made a ton of them, Manchester, but these are these border on idiocy, lunacy, and perhaps we should bring you in and put you in that jacket later today. It's fine. I understand where you're coming from, and John Elway is probably second on the Broncos' all-time list of best players. But, dude, he had some stinkers. Do you remember that AFC title game in Buffalo? Who cares? Oh, who cares? The story's about overcoming the stinkers. The story's about persevering. The story's about going through those Super Bowls, losing them, coming back, and then winning with a walk-off. A two-Super Bowl championship walk-off, as he did. Nobody in the history of Colorado sports has meant more to Colorado than John Elway. And it's not even close. Peyton Manning was a rental. You understand that? Mm. It was a lease. It was a short-term lease. Don't say, don't say stupid stuff. That was stupid. Hey, Peyton Manning had a walk-off, too. And if John Elway hadn't run him out of town, he might have got a second one. And look, that second Super Bowl, Bubby Brister could have won the Super Bowl with that team. He went 4-0. and We'll ask Tom Nalen okay. when he comes on. We'll ask him. But uh, Bubby Brister was 4-0 and in 1998 with that team. Uh, John Elway was just along for the ride. We're not talking about the better player. You have an argument there, okay? I won't deny the argument. We're talking about who has meant more to Colorado sports, who's on the Mount Rushmore. You know what? I wouldn't even build a Mount Rushmore. It would be Elway by himself, and that's it. It'd be like the crazy horse little sculpture. That's it. You don't need other dudes. I mean, it's not even a question or a debate. What is it? What are we debating? Why are we debating something that's I, not even debatable? These aren't lifetime achievement awards. It's not about it's not about longevity. It's 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 about who had the best, who was the best player in franchise history, and Peyton Manning was the best player in franchise history. He was. And then you fall. You follow that up by putting Carmelo up there on the Mount Rushmore. My God. Yes. Man. I think the hair you're growing out of your head is causing some cell damage. <laughs> and I had Larry Walker ahead of Todd Helton. He's, he was, he, I gotta go. He wanted him to be. I'm gonna be messed up today. I gotta play <laughs> golf with Mosher. I don't need this. You guys. See you, Vic. Vic and Mosier today. Would love to be a fly on the wall in that golf cart, right? Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't understand why this is controversial. Well, we'll dive into it more later. How's that sound? I was fine. I wasn't planning on arguing about it at 7.04. I but wasn't either, but when I'm Vic Lombardi picks to go. up his cell phone and calls, that's what we do. Big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Jim to a T right there. And the fact that, you know, he's talking about the money that he's raised. And, you know, he was a guy that was always putting on the party. You know, he was always entertaining. Really? Yeah. <laughs> always entertaining everybody else. And yeah. So, I mean, that, that that was Jim, right? He he made sure that everybody was having a good time and having a great time. So that's, a, that's just the type of guy he is. Very cool. John Elway goes out and presents Jim Kelly with the Jimmy V Award last night. He does it along with Dan Marino. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought John did a very very nice job. Yeah. He uh, he he was great last night. He really was. Jim Kelly's speech was uh, was very good. Um, it was definitely one of those that you kind of look up there and it was uh, it was an emotional thing to watch. But Elway was great last night. And Jim Kelly's speech was so good. You got to hear a part of it. Listen, this is excellent. And finally, the fans. I came up with a saying, make a difference today for someone who is fighting for their tomorrow. When I looked across this arena and when I talked to people, I looked up here, you don't need to be a Russell Wilson, an Aaron Rodgers, 
to make the difference out there. Every single person in this room can be a difference maker. You can be just a normal person who gets up every morning and goes to work, but you can be a difference maker. Put the smile on those faces. My kids, my friends, when they came in to see me, not once did they ever have a frown on their face. So I just urge anybody out there, if you have somebody out there suffering, it doesn't have to be cancer. It could be somebody not having a good day. It could be your mom, your dad. It could be your grandparents. What you say to them and the smile that you have on your face, that can be the difference in them making it the next day. Remember that. Always, always persevere. Like Jimmy B said, never, ever give up. Yeah, one for the ages with Jim Kelly there last night, Manchester. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he did a nice job. It was uh, it was also one of those things of uh, it made me feel old to see those three guys up there, and you know, obviously uh, they've aged, but uh, they all did a very nice job. It was it was a it was a good moment. A lot of awards were handed out, including this one. And the SB goes to Nick Falls. I'm honored to be in front of all y'all. There's a lot of kids watching this, and it's sort of been the theme. There's gonna be people that doubt you. Don't listen to them. What matters is what's in here and the people that love you, that support you. Go out there every day and be bold. Thank you. Nick Foles, best championship performance. All right, the uh, big news in baseball, Manny Machado to the Dodgers is official. His teammates are excited. It's done. It's done? Yeah, we got Manny, dude. We got Manny? Yeah. We got Manny! We got Manny, baby. We got Manny! That's Justin Turner and Alex Wood. Uh, the rich get richer, Manchester. Yeah, we're not good enough with our current roster, so we had to add someone. Let's all cheer about it and make our teammates feel bad. I hope this is one of those where you just keep adding expensive ingredients and it just makes the uh, the final dish just not mesh. I am so rooting for this to just ex- implode uh, on the Dodgers. It probably won't, but uh, all the more reason to uh, to hate the Dodger blue. Finally, Von Miller uh, back on May 16th. This is according to Mike Kliss of 9 News. Miller was driving his Ford F-150 truck when a laser recorded him going 71 miles an hour on Broncos Parkway, where the speed limit is 45. He was running late to work. Miller told the officer had to be at work at 8 a.m. He was ticketed at 7.57 a.m. due in court September 17th. Uh, Von Miller had a stretch where he went to court a lot. He will be back in September. It's a speeding ticket. I mean, look, should you be driving 71 on a 45? No, but he wasn't driving drunk through a school zone at, you know, 3 three in the afternoon. I mean, look, it's not a good thing, but I'm not going to beat a guy up over a speeding ticket. I've had my share. Yeah, no, I'm not either. Just passing Is along. Is Jesse going to give him some advice on how to fight this Yeah, thing? just passing along the news, but we will not be breaking down Von Miller's speeding ticket. All right, you got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Kyle Keith coming up at 9. And Tom Nalen won two Super Bowls with John Elway, the center of the Broncos for a long time, will join us at 9.30. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Oh, my goodness gracious. Scott Hayes here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the tall, big, or athletically built guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual 
clearance sell. So right now that means 20 to 60% off all top brand names like Tommy Bahama, Cutter and Buck, Columbia, Polo by Ralph Lauren, Robert Graham, Nautico, Enro, Casual Pants, Jeans, Dress Slacks, all 20 to 60% off. All dress shirts off at least 20, maybe up to 33% off and all neckties 20% off. Even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now, the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33% off. Don't forget shoes too. Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style, service, and selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 3395 South Broadway in Inglewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, Kaufman's.com. The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th. Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're here to teach you and educate you. You're injured in a car crash. You're off to the emergency room or maybe urgent care. How in the world is the insurance company for the at-fault party later going to use the emergency room records against you. They can't do that, can they? Sure they can. They try every time. You go to the emergency room. Maybe they do an x-ray of your neck. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. They do an MRI of your low back. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. The insurance company says your MRI and your x-rays were normal. What's your problem? Why are you still symptomatic? Your x-rays and films and radiographic studies were normal. What is your problem? You need a legal game plan. You need to understand what to do. Bell and Pollock. ChampionsOfThePeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit ChampionsOfThePeople.com. Ten fifty an hour. Ten fifty an hour. Ten fifty an hour. Honey, no, I, I don't want to go to work. Wake up. What? 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 What's going on? You're having another nightmare about your old job. Oh, wow. I thought I was still working at that other warehouse. Only making ten fifty an hour. Are you ready to put an end to your job nightmares? Safeway Distribution Center, located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco, is hiring full-time order selectors with a starting pay of $17.15 per hour. Plus, you'll receive a great benefits package after your probationary period. Stop those nightmares and start making all your dreams come true by joining the Safeway team. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. MX Chevy has some bad news. And some good, good news. The bad news is we got hit with hail. The good, good news is that you can't see the hail and you can save thousands on top of our already crazy low prices. Come get a crazy good deal today, only at MX Chevy. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is moving very slowly. Southbound I-225 between Parker and Yosemite. We have low speed southbound I-25 downing through to past university. This traffic report is brought to you by Walgreens. Not hearing of any major delays because of accidents on the metro area highways at this point. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What I remember Jim is the toughness. He's shown the toughness now, you know, after his career. But during his career, he was one of those guys that, uh, you know, you had to Play, you had to play for 60 minutes before you knew that uh, you're going to be able to beat him because he was going to hang in there. He was tough. He'd hang in the pocket, didn't move a lot, and, and really took some shots. And so uh, he was a guy that you knew that uh, you're going to have to bring your lunch pail and uh, stay after it because he was uh, not going to give up. Welcome back. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. That's John Elway on Jim Kelly, the star of the ESPYs last night, recipient of the Jimmy V Award. John played a big part in that. Manchester, those are like the three quarterbacks of of your era. Uh, yeah, of my childhood. Yeah. It, it, it's it's pretty cool, I think, how that class of '83, at least you know those three guys, uh, have really stuck together. I mean, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks mm-hmm. all drafted in the first round. Um, the other the other members of that class were Ken O'Brien, Tony Eason, uh, and Todd Blackledge. They didn't have as much success. Yeah. Uh, but still a pretty, uh, pretty formidable class, still friends, um, still appearing like this in, in public together. Uh, it was a, it was a cool moment last night. Yeah. I thought John Elway did a really nice job at the ESPYs, uh, last night. We've, we've had some fun seeing John leave bars in Los Angeles with TMZ, mm-hmm. uh, that has not been the most flattering of ways to see John Elway in public. And last night I thought was, I'd give John Elway an A+. I was fine with John being in L.A. last night. Yes. I had no issue with it. It's a valid reason yes. for him to be in L.A. It was good. Night. It wasn't right before the draft. It wasn't in the middle of the season. It was uh the off season, and it was for a good cause. Well, and then when they showed Von Miller on the red carpet, I couldn't help but think oh, of you. Oh, what did he wear? He was in like a black suit with a black hat. At least when he got there, he changed by the time he was a presenter. He had multiple outfits? Yeah, he presented uh, best team to the Houston Astros. Okay. I mean, were they really the best team? Was there any, I mean, it was a fun World Series and they were the champ, but. I mean, you probably could go Golden State. Man, maybe the too. Capitals. That's yeah, kind of boring. Maybe the Eagles. The, the Cavs won it the year they, they won the title and broke that streak. Like, right. Uh, that, that is a good winner. There really wasn't a great option, I guess, this year. Well, we were so bitter about the Rockies. I don't know if we appreciated how good that World Series was. Going True. seven in the bet, that crazy game five back and forth. Fair and, point. Fair point. But know. the Cubs breaking that drought, the Cavs breaking that drought, those had more meaning than a lot of the, uh, a lot of the champs we saw this year. Yeah. Houston though, they had the big flood. They had the whole con- connection, the Houston strong thing. Mm-hmm. So that made sense. I actually think even though they didn't win the title, the Vegas Knights would have been a better choice as the best team. Yeah. 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 I don't think they were nominated. I think USA women's hockey for getting the gold for the first time in 20 years was the other nominee. Okay. I guess you have to win the championship. They're like you. Unless you have a ring, it doesn't count. You're not nominated. All right, let's do it. Piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. 
It's Manchester's Hot Take. Uh, HW, I uh, picked up my Denver Post today, uh, got out the B section, uh, looked on page one, and after shaking my head at the Bronco nonsense, I uh, looked down in the bottom right-hand corner, and I saw a story and a headline that has me worried. Nuggets Porter has second back surgery. Michael Porter Jr. fell to the Nuggets at the 14th pick in the NBA draft. It was because there was a lot of concern over the back injury that limited limited him to three games at Mizzou. The fact that he's having a second surgery uh, certainly is a red flag. However, I'm going to temper my panic here and say, look, let's take the let's take the long view. Sure. We never expected him to be out there at summer league. We never expected him to be on the court in late October, early November at the start of the season. We don't even necessarily expect him to be on the court after the All-Star break come February. It's about being on the court at some point for the Nuggets. So they just need to be super patient. They need to actually practice what they preach. And Tim Connolly said they're going to be extremely patient. And they're not going to put him on the floor until, the, until he's perfectly healthy. There's no rush. Absolutely no rush. So if he needed a surgery to get everything correct and there's more rehab and it takes more time, so be it. Don't push anything. Don't rush anything. Let it heal. Let him be 100%, not 99, not 95, not 90. There's no reason to push this. Yeah, it's a red flag. Yeah, it's a cause for concern, but it's not panic time yet. Just be patient both the organization and the fans. Well, and Steve Ashburner from NBA.com was the one who broke this story. He's verified on Twitter, a senior writer there. Listen to this sentence, Manchester. Porter Jr.'s camp believes the latest procedure equals the breakthrough grasp of his herniated discs problem, not their plan to have him sit out 2018-19 season. So it's like, well, that's Porter's camp. Last time I checked, Porter's camp isn't Michael Malone. Porter's camp isn't Tim Connolly. Porter's camp isn't Josh Kroenke. It's not Porter's camp's decision if he plays basketball this year. It's the Nuggets' doctor's decisions. Right. I, I, you like to hear the term breakthrough, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, when people have back issues, anybody that's had them, they know that you can try all sorts of different things, and what worked for one person may not work for you. It's They're like snowflakes. Everybody's back is different. Um, so hopefully they found that, you know, that, that perfect recipe, and this is what he needed, and he starts... Uh, full recovery, but, uh, I'm, I'm gonna focus on the positive from this story, the breakthrough, mm-hmm. as opposed to the pretty obvious negative that a second back surgery, that ain't good news. I just find it funny that Michael Porter Jr. still has a, a camp, like he's picking his college, like he's some highly, right. t- it's like, dude, you're, welcome to the NBA, rookie. You're a first round pick, we get it, it. Isn't your camp just your agent? Yeah. I guess, but, I mean, you know. Camp. Uh, I, Michael, I'm really excited to see what you can do. I'm more excited to watch Jamal Murray play basketball this year. I hear you. It is I what it you. is. Moving on. It's HW's Hot Take. All right, this is a story that didn't get enough attention. The Washington Post is reporting that Mike Trout in Q scores awareness category. This is basically how popular you are on the Internet, how much people Google you. His Q score is 22. Do you know who else has a Q score of 22? Kenneth Fareed. This story from the Washington Post is reporting that Mike Trout, who's arguably the best baseball player on earth, is as popular as Kenneth Fareed when it comes to the general sports fans' knowledge of them. Kenneth Fareed played 30-something games for the Nuggets last year and averaged five points and just got traded in a salary dump. And Trout's the best player on the planet? Manchester baseball has a marketing problem, and it's up to them to fix it. 
because the NBA and the NFL are light years ahead of them. And arguably, the NHL is on the same level as them. There's a reason the popularity of baseball in this country is falling. I don't, I, I just, I firmly disagree with you. The popularity of baseball isn't falling. Attendance is at an all-time high. They're making $10 billion as a, um, as a league. Here's the thing. Everybody's comparing them to the NBA and the NFL, which are national sports. It's a, it's a regional sport. People in LA know who Mike Trout is. People in Colorado and in the Rocky Mountain region know who Nolan Arenado is. He's a celebrity. Charlie Blackman. If Charlie Blackman went to the grocery store, would people know who he was? Here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, Nathan McKinnon went, would they know who he was? No. The so point, does the NHL have a marketing problem? The point is, in Shreveport, as many people know who Kenneth Farid is as they do who Mike Trout is. Understandable. NBA is a national national sport. They have a better national TV deal than the than Major League Baseball. As all, all we see nationally, it seems like, is Yankees, Red Sox. That's it. Uh, we 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 just get those two teams crammed down our throat. It's just it's a regional sport. It's all about what's the expectation. The, the, well, that's on Mike Trout. That's on Rob Manfred. They need to figure out a way to get this guy plastered Why? on our screen in subway commercials. Why? To market your stars, isn't that isn't that sports PR one hundred and one? I mean, that's that works for other sports, but they're making ten billion dollars a year as a league. Uh, Maybe you make twelve billion a year. Something's well, okay, but yeah, we're like just going to be greedy. I mean, you can always make more money. I don't understand how a, a trajectory for a league that is. Just going up in terms of attendance and revenue is somehow a failing mark. I don't understand that. But James, if I flip this story, it would be as many people know David Dahl as they know LeBron James. Like that's the equivalent of this. LeBron James, again, is he plays in a national sport. Yeah, but it's the superstar versus the barely role player guy. That's what the comparison is. That's why this story is jarring. I get it. And it's weird. And would it make sense that Mike Trout is a star? Sure. But we talked about it yesterday. Manfred's right. Mike Trout decides he doesn't want to put himself out there like that. He'd rather go spend time with his family, which I admire. That's cool. But what are they? That's Major League Baseball's fault. That's MLB's fault that he would rather, instead of spending his offseason hanging with Papa John and making commercials like Peyton Manning did and hosting Saturday Night Live like Peyton Manning did and hosting the ESPYs like LeBron did, he wants to hang out with his family on vacation. That's Major League Baseball's fault. And when was it that Major League Baseball had all these national stars? The 50s? Did they really have national stars or did they have like four guys from the Yankees that everybody knew? Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. That was it. Like, did everybody know all the guys from Cleveland back then? I just, I, I, I think it's just one of those things. People like to just, I think late throw 90s, stones early, at late 90s, early 2000s, you knew who all the stars were across the board. You knew who Ken Griffey Jr. was out in Seattle, you know? Okay. You knew who A-Rod was down in Texas. You, you, you knew who, I don't know, Luis Gonzalez was in Arizona. Oh, come on. Really? Luis Gonzalez in Shreveport would just get mobbed at the grocery store? He hit a walk-off in a World Series. I know he did. And he could walk into a grocery store in Shreveport and nobody would have any clue who he was. Uh, all right. To you, Jeff Conine was just a megastar. The guy couldn't go anywhere without being mobbed. He had to take a Sharpie and all of his headshots with him on vacation. Come on. I, I just think baseball is failing at marketing, and this this story highlights it. I, I just don't understand your assessment of failing. I don't get why they're failing. That more people know who Kenneth Farid is than Mike Trout. That's crazy. Mike, That's Mike Trout's fault. That's not baseball's fault. All right. We'll uh, do our Power 5 question of the day up next. Maybe talk a little bit more about this Michael Porter Jr. situation. And then at 745 Manchester, here we go.
your defense of your Mount Rushmore of Denver sports. I, which to me was just the, it was a no brainer. I think it's four easy choices. Uh, but for some reason it was controversial. We'll talk about it. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. We're keeping you on top of the Nuggets. Isaiah Thomas is now a Nugget. If he can score 15 points per game, that's all you need. The Rockies. It's not just winning. It's winning series against winning teams. And pretty soon, Altitude 950 is going to be on the case at Broncos training camp. I want to master this offense. We've made some big steps. You know, there's a lot to grow on, too. When you're here, you get it all. That's the advantage of Denver's all-sports station. We talk sports here on this station. We talk all sports. Altitude 950. Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range. But not at Medved. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no car report. No paintless debt repair. No problems in the future. But what about the savings? During the MedVet No Hail Sale, you can get a new vehicle and save thousands. Get discounts up to $16,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months or no payments for 90 days. Only at the giant MedVet Autoplex during the No Hail Sale. MedVet Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor. Depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at MedVetChevroletBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Stock number G62632, MSRP 69,200. Stock number G6531, MSRP 56,720. Plus tax, title, and fees includes 599 DH. Most finance through GM Financial with approved credit. Subject to prior sale. Expires 731.18. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever guys or girls weekend now at buffalothunderresort.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career. And they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Man, blasting the AC in the summer is one of my favorite things to do. Until I get the bill and then I curse a little and turn that AC right off. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brownman Show. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions have a little secret for you. Did you know that replacing your old doors and windows could save you a bunch off your utility bill? And it will also save you from cursing like a pirate. Right now, if you purchase a beautiful, handcrafted Pro-Via door from K&H, they'll give you 25% off. And they'll also 
also give you 25% off energy-efficient windows. So call K&H. Tell them you've got a little potty mouth situation and that you need help with new doors and windows. Setting up a free in-home consultation is really easy. Oh, and when you talk to them, be sure to ask about their incredible financing options. All you got to do is go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Traffic is slowing on your southbound I-225 drive as you work your way between Parker Road and Yosemite. This traffic report is brought to you by Orkin. Southbound I-25 slowing towards Colorado Boulevard. There is an accident southbound off to the left shoulder past Downing. Then you're looking at your usual delays on 270. He's I-70, a crash off to the right shoulder at 270, causing immediate slowdowns. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit orkin.com today. Orkin.com and pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merlat. Vic calls in Manchester, Will Peterson. He likes to call me HW with you until 10 Got Jesse Trujillo in the house, Marty O as well, Vic and the Moj playing in a golf tournament today in Manchester. I don't know if you heard it during the break. I was watching Vic's Instagram story at Vic Lombardi Sports, and he's he's talking about uh basically his experience and what it's going to be like playing with Mosier in this big tournament. Uh, it's, it's an interesting pairing. Um, I, I'm curious to hear how it goes. Now, this tournament is today and tomorrow. Yeah. Is it like a club tournament? It's like a member guest is my oh, understanding. It's pretty fancy. Yeah. So fancy to be the member and fancy to be the guest. Yeah. Who's who? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's good to know. It sounded like based on uh, the way uh, Vic was disparaging the fine town of Parker. Yeah. That it was Mosier's uh, club. Well, we'll get some of that audio and play it. Um, Vic made it sound like he had to travel to the other side of the moon. You know how uh, Bob Mennery is all into Instagram? We had Bob yeah. on the show, his famous sports calls. Yeah. Yeah, Vic uh, is now into Instagram because of Bob. He's doing stories. He's oh. Yeah, he's eating it up. I don't follow Vic on Instagram. I think I need to do that. I yeah. follow like seven people. I actually stumbled upon your Instagram profile, and then I was going to follow you, and I was, he's not going to follow me back. So you're not going to follow me? I post some interesting stuff. <laughs> it's it's good stuff. I'm all about, see, I don't use it to tell stories. I don't use it like, oh, hey, here's what I ate. I'm all about, like, artsy photos. About what your family's doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, I can track my, vac- you can track my vacations. Do you have any social media that's still private? No. I, but, like, I, I don't know that I've ever posted anything on Facebook. I have a Facebook account just to, you know, check out what other people are doing. I've got the Snapchat that's the yeah. one I haven't opened up. Private? Snapchat's me. I just kind of feel like when I go to someone's uh Instagram, like to follow them, and they say it's private, I'm like, who do you think you are? Really? 
Yeah. Isn't that big a deal? Like, we, we, if we all see photos of like your 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 dinner and you at the beach and your softball game, like it, it, it it's kind of like the NFL head coach who thinks he's got nuclear launch codes with his game plan. Like, really, it's Instagram. I've got now. Him. If you're a girl, it's a different thing because you're afraid of stalkers, creepers. Okay, yeah, I get it. Who's gonna put two and two together and figure out where you are on a Tuesday night at eight? Okay, I understand that, but I mean, what's up? What are you, what are you posting that is so private? Doesn't that just beg the question? Like, what? Yeah, what kind of nefarious things are you up to? I've gotten more into the LinkedIn recently too. Oh God, I hate LinkedIn. You're not a big LinkedIn guy? No, I don't know that I've ever done anything on LinkedIn, and I get nine emails a day from LinkedIn. Like, why do I need LinkedIn? What, what, what do you mean you're into LinkedIn? Isn't it just a, it's your resume online? How yeah, are you it's kind of cool. It? It's kind of cool to like see who view, viewed your profile. Why are they viewing your you? profile? I don't know. So you pay for LinkedIn because you can only see that if you pay for it. Yeah, a couple bucks a month. And what does it tell you? I don't know. It tells you who viewed your profile. And yeah. And then you're going to sit there and get all worried about why they're looking at your profile and come up with some sort of conspiracy theory. <laughs> so just don't get the info. That's too much information. Would you want to know every person who Googled you? Would you want to know every person who looked at your Facebook profile? Well, I hope people aren't Googling me, because why would they Google me? I don't know. But probably Google you as much as they do Mike Trout. <laughs> Let's go. Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. And the Eski goes to the Houston Astros. Yes, the Houston Astros won an SB. Von Miller was up on stage when that happened last night. So in honor of the sporting awards going on last night, we want to know, 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line, what award would you win at work? Hit us up, 30933, the award you'd win at work. We'll read some of our favorites. Obviously, it's a slow time on the sports calendar, but the SBs last night I thought were well done, entertaining as always. And Manchester, before we'll get to your your answer to the Power Five, but you read some review that said Danica Patrick fell flat. I yeah. disagreed, and I think you did as well. Yeah, I did. I thought. I mean, we played one of her jokes there at the, at the beginning of the show. I thought she was fine. Uh, but yeah, and it's the AP story. You know, on the left hand side, the little morning briefing in the newspaper. You know, just the little stories. It had the AP, you know, review of it, and three or four paragraphs basically said she was not good. I I thought she was fine. Well, what did we expect? We expect her to be Jimmy Kimmel. She was, you know, better than most monologues you see from celebrities on like Saturday Night Live. I thought she was good. First ever female host of the ESPYs, yeah. by the way. So, what award would you win at work, Manchester? Uh, what award would I? Well, I've never won Employee of the Month. You have. Uh, Vic has. Wow. Both other guys on this show have won Employee of the Month, and Moj has never won it. Moj has at least been nominated. Yeah, he was. And I'll just say this out loud, and I know people are listening. He was pretty disappointed he wasn't nominated last month after his big new. Promotion. He was nominated the month before. How many times he got to nominate the guy? He was, I was standing I, next to him. He was, I am the Jeff Legwald though. I have to make the nominations and give the presentation. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Leggy's got a better batting average. Well, it didn't do Moj any favors that you were a thousand miles away, but <laughs> you know. I wasn't there for the presentation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what award would I win at work? I'd say, I, how about we assign each other awards? Cause that, okay. that way we don't have to talk, you know. All right. You're most paranoid. Okay. <laughs> Although that's tough. I mean, you yeah. got a lot are of you, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you ever had a beer with Scott Hastings? Uh, I'm going to say you're grumpiest. What? Grumpiest. 
Have you seen some of the bears walking around this place? Go to the coffee pot at 8.32 when the rest of the people finally get here and could not be more unhappy that they're in there. I'm like a ball of laughs. Actually, you know what? I'll adjust it. Your biggest wild card. Okay. Well, that's a <laughs> backhanded compliment. What <laughs> does that mean? Just you never know what Manchester you're going to get. All right. I keep people on their toes. Keep people on their toes. toes. There you go. Uh, uh Jesse, I'm going to go hardest worker. Jesse, I, I, have, you, have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton where he clones himself and so he can do like nine different things at okay. once? That's Jesse. Like how is he testing lines at Pepsi Center, uh, running the remote at, at, at Ryan House, uh, doing something out at the Rapids and also running Vic's board? Like I don't know how he does this all at one time. Yeah, he's busy. So he's the Multiplicity Award. What would you give Marty? Driest sense of humor. Yeah. Marty's, Marty's got some wit about him. Mm-hmm. And just zingers too, right? Like he just, he just, they're, they're, they're like pinpoint. He's like the assassin with them. And Vic gets? Uh, best hair. He's got some terrific hair. Yeah, but you're trying to make a run. Well, well I was kind of hoping you'd go there, but you didn't, so that's alright. Alright, 2687 says office clown for sure. For who? That's what they would win at work. Oh, the office okay. clown. All right. Well, that's a, that's a good one to win. Uh, Nick in Northern Colorado says Vic cut, better come back soon before Manchester kills HW. <laughs> <laughs> Had that thought before. Uh, Kyle says I would get the award for the most competitive co-ed softball pitcher. Part of me kind of admires that and part of me is like, don't be that guy. Come on. It's co-ed softball and you're the pitcher. Really? Like, what are you doing? Trying to paint the black, paint the corner? Come on. 7911 says he's the biggest little guy. <laughs> Self-aware is good. Yeah, that's good. Here's the thing, though, Vic. You missed it the day after. Um, I don't know. One day he walked in here in a bad mood, and I was just like, "What's going on? You're grumpy, whatever." And he's like, "We'll talk about it on air." Okay, we'll talk about it on air. All right. Well, he lost his playoff basketball game, sure, because his best player skipped it for a gender reveal. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, you didn't hear this story? No. And then Jordy Fernandez comes on, the Nuggets Summer League coach, yeah. and Vic, because he's in a bad mood, goes, yeah, and how stupid are gender reveals, Jordy? And Jordy's like, well, I actually had one for my kid at Wash Park, and Wancho came and dunked, and the thing exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so he wins the foot and mouth award? Yes, exactly. Uh, which is why he's got the rivalry with Jenny from The Wolf, yeah. so maybe that is Vic's award. Yeah. I don't have a problem with gender reveals. I'm sure when Marty and his lovely bride have a child, it'll be like a 12-day... Yeah. Just thing. He'll, he'll need a baby moon. Oh yeah. 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 It'll, it'll be just a show and it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great on the golf course or something. Um, but it also is something like you schedule. Why did they have to do it during the one hour of his basketball game? Like just do it the next day. Yeah. And then cost Vic the game and how high maintenance is that chick? Yeah. And Vic was really mad at Dover too. Did you hear about that? No, this the different stories, no, right? No, same story, because Dover's on Vic's team. But it wasn't Dover's gender reveal. No, but it was Dover's oh, okay. fault, because he played horribly, because he had just gotten back from New Orleans. <laughs> and I guess Vic just kept yelling at him, his head's still in New Orleans. <laughs> I can't really blame him for that. <laughs> uh, 9619 says, I would listen to, I would win listens to most 950 while working award. Plus All right, we like that guy. kisser award. So do people sit at their desk and listen to us? I hope so. No, I know, but it's like 
We have a lot of shows on during the workday. <laughs> no, it's just a funny concept to me of like, you're that bored at your cube job that you, you listen to us. I, I, I appreciate it, but it just is. Think about the things we do to kill time from 10 o'clock until the end of our workday. That's true. It's a lot of BSing with Mark Mosher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Exactly. All right, keep them coming. 30933, the award you'd win at work in honor of the sports awards last night, the ESPYs. Coming up next, Manchester did it. He went on Nate and Ryan's show and had a controversial Mount Rushmore of Denver sports. We'll play some of that audio. Get Manchester's defense next. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. The Roxons applaud their way back to within two at the All-Star break. Monday afternoon, Mark Mosher broke down the first half of the season with Rockies skipper Bud Black. We've been playing good baseball, and I think the guys are, are excited about it, how we pitched, uh, how we swung the bats. Your team mentality got tough. That's what it is, that, hey, we can do this. It's time to do this. DJ's big swing on the day game before we went to L.A. That might go down as one of the biggest hits of the season. And then from there, we just kept pitching well. What's next? I think this thing's going to go down to the, to the last couple weeks of the season. To hear the whole conversation, click on the podcast page at Altitude950.com or open the Altitude 950 app. Coasters, water slides, family fun. All under the glorious Colorado sun. All the thrills with the spills. Like the high-flying Starflyer, Mind Eraser, and Mega Wedgie Speed Slides. Save up to $20 online. It's enough to make any family smile. We love getting a theme park and a water park in one ticket. Now open late. Gardens, we love you. Scott Hayes is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the Tall, Big, or Athletically Built Guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual clearance sell. So right now, that means 20 to 60% off all top brand names like Tommy Bahama, Cutter and Buck, Columbia, Polo by Ralph Lauren, Robert Graham, Nautico, Enro, Casual Pants, Jeans, Dress Slacks, all 20 to 60% off. All dress shirts off at least 20, maybe up to 33% off, and all neckties 20% off. Even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now, the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33% off. Don't forget shoes, too. Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style services selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 3395 South Broadway in Inglewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, Kaufman's.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. At Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Minor dings need major savings on your favorite Nissans, like a 2018 Nissan Altima for only $18,740. That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell them Mark Mosher sent you on 25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. 
Last date of FJC 114320 stock number DN1334 SRB 24,415. Dealer retains all rebates. Buyers may not qualify for all rebates. OAC includes 599 dealer handling fee plus tax title license and dealer equipment. Offer in 73118. Dad, are you going to be home in time for my school play? I'm going to try my hardest. And don't forget about my ball game on Saturday. Yep, I'm planning on it. That's what you said last week, but you weren't there. I know, and I'm sorry. My job takes me far from home and is important to our family. I can't always get home when I'd like to. Does this sound familiar? I bet if you're driving trucks for a living, this is your life. Well, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. The Safeway Distribution Center at Colorado Boulevard and I-70 is hiring Class A CDL drivers. The best part about this job is you get to go home when your shift is over. They'll treat you with respect. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement package are all outstanding. You'll start out earning $22.49 per hour and could be earning up to $24.99 per hour in no time. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a hiring bonus of up to $5,000. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach! Don't miss Tim Howard, Edgar Castillo and the Rapids as they square off against one of the most famous teams in soccer featuring World Cup veterans Carlos Tevez and Christian Pavel. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is slowing on northbound I-25 through the downtown stretch. The ramp to eastbound I-70 is pretty full and slow at this point. This traffic report is brought to you by Walgreens. Stop and go traffic southbound 225, working your way from before actually Parker Road now down to Yosemite. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Speaking of other countries, congratulations to France on winning the World Cup. I'd make a joke about the U.S. soccer team, but they didn't qualify for this monologue. Danica Patrick last night at the ESPYs, the uh, major sports awards, the only thing on the sports docket last night on the television. That was kind of a lame joke. Her LeBron J.R. Smith one was better, but that yeah. one was actually, I don't know, I'd give that one a what, a 6 out of 10? She actually kind of messed up the J.R. Smith one, too. Like, the punchline was, but J.R. Smith thinks I'm up by one. Yeah. And he said, she said, J.R. Smith thinks we're up by one. Like, well, it's me versus you, she kind of blew the punchline, but it's still a good joke. It's yeah. okay. I'm nitpicking. I thought she was fine last night. There are certain people though, and I, you said this during a break, like, of course Peyton Manning got rave reviews because everybody loves Peyton Manning. Sure. I don't think most people like Danica Patrick. I think she kind of annoys people. Um, and she almost well, she's super, super famous and doesn't win anything. Exactly. Which and was, she made a joke about that last night too, to her credit. She did a self-deprecating joke about that. But it's, it's not as though she was a terrible driver. She just wasn't a great driver and she's a big celebrity. She's like Anna Kornikova. Anna Kornikova never won a tournament. Never, never won one tournament and was a huge celebrity, but she was still a damn good tennis player. It's not as though she had no talent. So I think it's a little bit of an unfair criticism. I think people just like to, some people 
just like to rip on the beautiful people. That's what I've determined. <laughs> a lot of text still coming in for our Power 5 question of the day. So many people confirming they sit in their cubicle and listen to us. So That's pre- great. I appreciate that. That's excellent. Tell news. your boss uh, to listen to us. Too. I want this show to hurt uh, U.S. productivity as much as the NCAA tournament. That's my goal. <laughs> Hit us up, 30933, the award you'd win at work in honor of the ESPYs last night on the deadest sports day of the year. But in the meantime, Manchester joined Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris yesterday, offered his Mount Rushmore of sports, and when it got to a pick for the Broncos, it got awkward. Let's listen. The best player to ever wear the orange and blue. I thought you'd never he say was, that, James. Thank you so much. Best, <laughs> he was the best player in the league while he was here. And was. every single time they played, every time, I was convinced they were going to win. Every game. Peyton Manning, best Bronco of all time. He's on my Mount Rushmore. Wait, over John? Yep. Yep. Listen, man, I was wow. I You are blasphemous. I watched him. Blasphemy. I watched them go down to New Orleans and lose a regular season game 42 to nothing. I, I watched those games. Those didn't happen in the Peyton Manning era. They didn't, other than one Super Bowl. Those didn't happen. Wow. Okay. So uh, there was that awkward pause from Nate Kreckman, who could not believe that you assigned him out Rushmore and your Broncos pick was Peyton Manning over John Elway. Defend it's just, yourself. It, it, look, and I was, again, I was a huge Elway fan as a player. I still am a huge Elway fan. I just don't look at life through orange-colored glasses. And everybody looks back nostalgically and thinks every game John ever played, he was awesome. He wasn't. He had some total turds, a lot of them. You know why he had so many fourth-quarter comebacks? Because he played like crap for three-quarters a lot of times. He just did. And he was fun to watch. He had a cannon for an arm. You always thought you were in the game. It was it was thoroughly entertaining. It was a great 16-year run. It was awesome. It was great. Peyton Manning was a better player as a Bronco. He was a better player. His four seasons with the Broncos were better than any four seasons John Elway had. Take uh, Fine. Go find You got 16 years to choose from. Find me four years in John Elway's career that were better than the four Peyton Manning had here. Find them. You can't. You can't. He was a one-time MVP in 16 years. Peyton won an MVP here in once in four years. It's a better percentage. He went to two Super Bowls in four years. He won one Super Bowl in four years. That's better percentages than John. It just is. Yeah, but if you're doing a Mount Rushmore and leaving John Elway off, I mean, he's the most famous athlete this city's ever had. So I don't understand how you can I don't agree with that. do a Mount Rushmore and not include John Elway. Peyton Manning was a bigger star and bigger celebrity when he was in Denver than, than John Elway was. Mm, much shorter period of time, though. He just it, was. A Mount Rushmore is supposed to be you're an iconic figure in a, in a city. That's the yeah. debate of a Mount Rushmore he, he was iconic. I mean, how many times did John Elway host SNL? How many times did John Elway host the, the ESPYs? How many, how many national, well, different era, man. How I many mean, national we, we have TV? More access well, you to these can't say he was, a, he was the most famous. No, I don't think he was. Dude, if you walked into Del Frisco's in 1997 and they sat you next to John Elway, you're talking about that for the rest of your yes, life. Yes, you are. And if you walk into Del Frisco's in 2013 and you sit next to Peyton Manning, you're talking about that for the rest of your life. You are. All right, let's go through the rest of your Mount Rushmore um, because it was controversial on a lot of levels. Do you want to tell the people what it is and what your criteria was? I took the best player in the history of each of the big four franchises, the major four sports. So for the abs, it was a two-horse race, and I went with Joe Sackick. Won the Smythe in 1996. Patrick Waugh won it in 2001. He certainly was uh, within consideration, but I went with Super Joe uh, in a very close race. You didn't con- consider Peter Forsberg? 
No, I mean Peter Forsberg was great, really, really good player, but he just wasn't at the he wasn't at the same level. I, and I don't disagree with the Sackick pick. I just think I would call it a three horse race, not a two. Okay. But okay, you can put him in the conversation. Yeah. That's okay. fine. Uh, when it came to the Rockies, uh, Todd Helton was third. No, Nolan, he didn't make it. Nope. Nolan Arenado was close. He was second. And I've told you guys on the show, I think he's the best player uh, to ever wear a Colorado uniform. I'm as I think Nolan Arenado is amazing. But we're going with. History and you know he could leave and there's there's unknowns yet his career isn't done. The best Rocky of all time is the only Rocky to ever win a, a National League MVP. It's Larry Walker. He's the best Rocky of all time. But hold on, now you're con- now player. you're contradicting yourself. Player. Now you're contradicting yourself. Why do you have to go Walker over Arenado, but you can't go Elway over Manning? I mean, you, you're changing the criteria. No, here. I'm not. If you were going to keep your criteria the same, you would have gone Arenado instead of Walker. Arenado could all of a sudden just turn into a terrible player and have a 10-year albatross of a contract like Todd Helton did. Todd Helton hurt himself. If Todd Helton would have retired eight years earlier, he probably would have been on this. You can stay around too long and hurt your legacy. That's no, what I, I don't know that Arenado is going to do that. Arenado Manning thing. Arenado's had a four-year run. He earned maybe even longer, maybe a five year run. But I, I have, have the entire sense. body of work for Peyton Manning. I have the entire body of work. I don't know what the entire body of work is for Nolan Arenado. I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, the so, entire body of work for Peyton Manning was falling apart at the end and riding, well, riding a defense. We're, we're to also the Super Bowl. doing Mount Rushmore, and unless I'm incorrect, there's not a current president on Mount Rushmore, is there? No. Okay, so all my guys are retired. Okay. We're no and, longer playing here. Their and, careers with the teams are done. And this is your pick that's going to tick a lot of people off, myself included. And the Nuggets pick, because he led them further than they've ever gone in the postseason in their history, Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals, because they were a nationally prominent team while he was here. Uh, those of us who, who went to games as fans or covered them knew there were a lot of 830 ESPN and TNT games during his era. He came onto a team that was 17 and 65 before he got here. They went to the playoffs every year he was here. Carmelo Anthony is the best nugget of all time. Mm. We've had this debate before, so I don't feel like rehashing it, but I, I just feel like Alex English is a better candidate to be up there. Okay. And I don't, I don't mean this the wrong way, but I watched both of them play, right? I, I, I mean, I saw Alex English play. He was a very good player. He's in the conversation. I watched plenty of old Alex English oh. tape. Alex English had a, a sweet banker, smooth shot. Like he was a great scorer, but you know, Vic will make the argument of what he's a good defender and a good rebounder. He was not. He was a one-dimensional player. He could score. Well, and Alex English also didn't demand his way out of town because his wife wanted to be fine, more famous. Fine, but that that's not that's not the the criteria here. You can be mad at him by the way he left, and that's why people view Carmelo incorrectly because they're ticked. But I can be objective and look at this rationally, and he was a better player. He was. He was a bigger star. Alex English wasn't a star. He didn't make the Nuggets uh, nationally relevant. He just didn't. All right. And, I- and then, and then, you know, Ryan and Nate start ripping me like, well, how much? Did, how many times did Carmelo Anthony win? Uh, pardon me, but where are the where are the banners at at Pepsi Center from the Alex English era? All those championships. I don't I don't know where those are. Can I give you mine left to right? Sure. All right. John Elway's first. Okay. Joe Sackick, second. That's a good choice. Terrell Davis is third. Oh, so you're going two guys from Broncos. And Patrick Waugh is fourth. I believe that's the exact same uh, four that Nate Kreckman had. It's the safest four. I'll give you that. It's not as creative as your four. I'll give you I'm points. not trying to be creative. Well, but the whole pick in one of each is a little creative. Yeah, I mean, it's more of the mural that would have been painted on the building on I-25 back in the 90s. Okay, that's, that's what we're calling the mural. Rushmore. I'm redoing the mural. Well, why don't you pay an artist to paint your mural somewhere? It would be a, it would be a attraction. 
Well, and it would be good marketing for us, Manchester's Mural. Yeah, I mean, people would come to town and be like, what do you want to go see? I don't know, the Mint and Manchester's Mural. (laughs) I think we're on to something here. (laughs) I'm not going to pick a fight with you the day after the ESPYs for the sake of picking a fight, but it's a ridiculous Mount Rushmore. It's not. Peyton Manning was unbelievable. The, The lack of appreciation for how great Peyton Manning was when he was here and the over- assessment of John Elway's career. John Elway had a lot of stinkers. He did. You do something for 16 years, you're going to have stinkers. Have you ever had a stinker of a sports talk radio show? You've been doing this for how long? A decade? I don't know. Maybe a couple. Yeah. I just It, it happens. It happens. You okay. probably walked off of a show thinking, that ah, wasn't my best today. He went into Buffalo in an AFC title game where the defense held Jim Kelly and that Buffalo Bills offense to three points and lost. Because it was Buffalo in January. It's and a tough lost. place to play. He threw a pick six and put goose egg on the board. Oh, I Gary really Kubiak. remember Manning throwing a pick six in a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. You in a go... Broncos uniform. Oh, yeah. How did John Elway play against the Giants in Super Bowl twenty one? How did he play no against? One, no one played well that oh, day. But it was all Peyton in Super Bowl forty eight. How did he play in Super Bowl twenty two against the Redskins forty two to ten? Dude, I love Peyton. How did he was bad against the Seahawks? Fine. How did how did he play in Super Bowl twenty four when he lost fifty five to ten to the Niners? How did he play in those games? We can't rip Peyton Manning for one Super Bowl when John Elway had three times as many god awful Super Bowls. Yeah, but Peyton had the greatest offense in NFL history, and the Legion of Boom stunned them, stunned all of us, and stunned the world that the Seattle defense was able to do that. Uh, were the Broncos the favorites in those Super Bowls they were getting their They were the kicked? favorite in Super Bowl 22. Okay. So they, they both have one. They both have one. Yeah. Where they were the favorite and just Elway late, was late the late. MVP that year. Similar trajectories. 42 to 10. Yeah, okay, but, but we're going to... Same gonna... thing happened to Manning, dude. Yeah. So they each had one, but they had a bad Super Bowl when they were favored. Alright. And John rode Terrell Davis's coattails to a Super Bowl, didn't have a great Super Bowl game. Peyton Manning didn't have a great Super Bowl game when they won. We're getting, we're getting a lot of text on this, uh, so let's keep this going, okay? You wanna keep this going? Keep this debate going? Alright, quick reset here, top of the show, Vic Lombardi show, James Merrillat, Will Peterson, text us your Mount Rushmore, 30933, altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cake on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. No offense to those of you who live in Parker, but why in the hell do you live in Parker? This is New Mexico. This is the panhandle. Why do you live so far? Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. That, of course, is Vic on the way to his member guest with our very own Mark Mosier. Vic Lombardi Sports on Instagram if you want to give him a follow. Um, Insulting our listeners in Parker. (laughs) <laughs> it is a long way out there. This is New Mexico. <laughs> it's a long way out there. I have friends who live in that part of the city, and I can leave their house at midnight, and it takes me an hour to get home. You know it's where every Bronco lives, though, right? Yeah, near Dove Valley. It's near their there's just a there's a There's a contingent of people, and there's a lot, because a lot of people live in Highlands Ranch and Parker, who think that's where everything in Denver is. That's just It's all Denver. All is down south. Down south has a vibe to it. You know what's funny, and we'll get back to our Mount Rushmore, but real quick, we've had this debate before. You and Vic are both Northsiders. Yes. 
natives. I'm a Southsider native, and I feel like we we kind of have a little bit of a rivalry over that. I would I consider Vic a Westsider. All right, so Vic's a Westsider. You're a Northsider. I'm a Southsider. Yeah. Marty now is our Eastsider because he lives by the airport. Really? Yeah. A lot, where, like, out at Green Valley Ranch, or where's yeah, he at? He's on some country club out there. Man, I don't want to give away, like, his home address or yeah. something. I mean, I'm not going to pull that trick. Jesse, you'd call, call yourself a Northsider? Yes, Northsider. All right. Well, I like the fact that this show has all four directions represented. All, exactly. That's how we're able to keep the finger on the pulse of the city. Yeah. We're so, everywhere. So Vic's down in Parker. We do need somebody downtown. We need, like, a downtown guy. Uh, Kyle chimes in and says, I'd rather see Dinger on Colorado's Mount Rushmore in place of blank Carmelo. I see, but he's just mad because Carmelo left. He, he's just mad. He, I, it, was he mad at Carmelo the night he put up 33 and a quarter? Was he mad that night? Was he mad when he hit that game winner in game three down in Dallas at the buzzer? No. I mean, come on. Uh, Jeff chimes in and says, my goodness, Marilat, your hatred for Elway is beyond irritating. I don't hate Elway. I, I think, yeah, I was, I'm a huge Elway fan. I loved John Elway as a Bronco. You just hold John accountable is how I yes. would defend you. Yeah. People in this town act like he never threw an interception, that he never had a bad game. I mean, I watched a lot of them. I watched a lot of plays where you're like, what in the world is he doing? I also watched a lot of plays that were jaw dropping amazing. I, I did. They was, the guy was a, a phenomenal player. He did things that made me just go, oh my God, that was, that was tremendous. And he also made me do things that I wanted to pull my hair out. Uh, Luis chimes in and says, thanks for including Larry Walker. Absolutely incredible player at his peak. Oh, he was phenomenal. I mean, a, a, a five, a classic five tool player. Classic five tool player. Yeah, Larry Walker was was special. That that swing, dude. Think about when he hit three home runs in Cleveland. Like you you just can picture that swing. It is just so smooth. It's uh, it, it, the arm that he had too, though, out in right field. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ability to to run the bases. He was a, a legitimate thirty thirty guy. Um, back in that era. Um, Larry Walker's another one in this town that doesn't get enough respect. I don't know why. He probably well, didn't kiss he, the media's butt. And he never made the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. He wasn't on the team that played Atlanta, was he? I don't think I don't he was. I don't think he was. He won the MVP in 97. Yeah, but he never played on a playoff team in a pretty long run in Colorado. Okay, but Helton did at the end. Yeah, Rocktober. Yeah. yeah, I mean, was he the best player on that team? He was good in those playoffs. I remember he had some clutch hits in Philly. Todd Helton signed a hundred million dollar plus contract and never made another All Star game. That that contract was an albatross that prevented that franchise from doing things for nearly a decade. Um, he gets Teflon Todd gets such a free pass. It's not Todd's fault though that it's two one in Game Two of the World Series against the Red Sox and freaking Matt Holliday gets picked off by Jonathan Papelbon while Todd's at the dish. But it's Larry Walker's fault that they never made the postseason while he was here. Never did. But, but that's his fault. It's not Todd's fault f- for things happening, but it is Larry Walker's Todd fault. Todd was a key part of Rocktober. You can't, you can't argue with me on that. He hit the walk off against the Dodgers that propelled the whole run. That's just a fact. Okay. All right. It was a big moment, but it propelled the whole run? It did. You look at the record. That's what started 21 of 22. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I put him third. I don't know why. And it, I'm actually going to eliminate Nolan because he's not, his career isn't over. You have to be done playing for a local team to make my Mount Rushmore. So you're so saying I'll make Todd, because he's never coming back to Denver yes. is, can do it. Uh, he, I have his full body of work as a nugget. Okay. Chris in Fort Fun says Manning is probably the best player to be a Bronco, but wouldn't most people think of him as a Colt? Some, yeah. I mean, he played more years with the Colts. That's, that's definitely true. Alex English spent some time with the Pacers and the Mavericks. 
6960 says, Alex will hold individual team records forever. That can't be denied. He's the greatest nugget. He played here longer. That's why he has the records. Well, I think that's some people's point. Melo could have played here longer. I don't think the Nuggets were the ones really forcing Melo out the door. Agreed. And people are mad at him about that, and I get that. David Thompson was a better player than Alex English. Uh, 1647 agrees with you. Melo is far and away the number one Nugget of all time. He is. See, there's some, there's some sensible people out there who aren't just bitter and mad and still want to hold the grudge. What is it? It's been like six years. Get yeah, over it. But, but you could make the argument, James, if you want to make the Helton argument, Melo wasn't even the best player on the 09 Western Conference Finals team. Oh, come on. Well, who was Chauncey? Chauncey was more critical to me. Because well, the, the AI for Chauncey trade was what propelled the run. Chauncey was the glue guy. He was the captain. He was, he was that guy. He was important, but he wasn't the best player on that team. He was, he was vital. You always gotta have a number two. If they he had was gotten, Robin. If they had gotten hurt in game five, who would you have been more scared to lose? Melo or Chauncey? They were, they were screwed either way. I mean, come on. They weren't going to win without either one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, who would you rather have lost in 1998, Terrell Davis or John Elway? Because they went 4-0 without John Elway. Cuban Benny's got an interesting one. Let's see, let's hear your reaction to this. Elway, Sackick, Helton, Mello, and Irv Brown. I like Irv as a, as a selection. Yeah. Are they just adding a fifth face to Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I guess. I think they should put Irv on the actual Mount Rushmore. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I did. You know who I considered putting on as a outlier? Rashawn Talam. He won a Heisman. Won a Heisman at CU. And that team was eleven and one. That's the best CU team ever. Was well, Rashawn Talam the best player in CU football history? He's the only guy to win a Heisman Trophy. I mean, it's awarded to the best college football player that year, and he's the only one to have won it. Yeah, but there's some guys over the years that could make a, a sure. Joel, Joel Clapp. Had some years that CU that were pretty special. Well, Joel Klatt put up big numbers. Joel Klatt was a nice quarterback. Joel Klatt's not one of the five best quarterbacks in CU history. He's not. Give me the five. Cordell Stewart's number one. Okay. Darian Hagan's number two. Coy Detmer's number three. I'd have to probably dig back into the archives to come up with some other guys. Sal on Essie was pretty damn good. Uh, Cody Hawkins put up numbers like Joel Klatt did. Sefo. I, I, Cepho, I liked Cepho. Cepho wasn't a very good quarterback, but he was a gamer. Yeah, he was. Uh, Cooper in the West Highlands says, Manchester, other than Sackett, your Mount Rushmore is an absolute abomination. An abomination? And Cooper's usually a fan of you. Oh, okay, it, it, it's not as though I'm putting Ruben Drones on there. I put Peyton Manning. He won an MVP. They were the best team in football during his four years here. But how many times were they the number one seat? How many realize, times? You realize three of your four picks are controversial. Fine, because I, I, I'm not just the, one of the sheep that follows everyone, and some, for some reason that's controversial. How many times during his four years were the Broncos the number one seat? I believe all four, or no, they were the two seed one year. How many times during John Elway's 16 years were they the number one seat? I don't have that number in front of me. Okay. Do you know it? Well, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, <laughs> but, uh, let's see, they won two AFC title games here. I'm not sure they were the number one seed, but I'll effort it. They weren't the best, they weren't the best team in football during Elway's run here very well, often. They, they almost went undefeated at the end. Yeah, mm. and he, they went 4-0 with Bubby Brister that year. 0571 says, my Mount Rushmore is Manning, Sackick, Forsberg, and Shannon Sharp. That's a unique one. Goes Sackick and Forsberg and Manning and Sharp. Two Broncos, two Fs. Shannon Sharp was a great player. Shannon Sharp isn't one of the top ten Broncos of all time. 
Hmm. He's in the Hall of Fame, and there aren't 10 Broncos in the Hall of Fame, but that's because of oversights, not because of the fact that he's a top five guy. Uh, I mean, obviously, Elway, Manning, TD, Von Miller. Floyd Little. Steve Atwater. Randy Gratishar. Carl Mecklenburg was Tom a phenomenal Nalen, player. Tom Nalen, who will join us at 930. You could argue Tom Nalen's a better Bronco than Shannon Sharp. You could make that argument, yeah. yes. He may. Rich Tombstone Jackson is never going to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He may be the best defensive player in Broncos history. So Better uh, than Von Miller? Von Miller's in the conversation. I didn't know Rich Tombstone Jackson uh, single-handedly won a Super Bowl. There we go. I mean, it's Rich Tombstone Jackson's fault that they didn't win Super Bowls back when they were a dog-butt team in the, in the 60s. Spirited debate. Text line is hot. We will read more of those when we come back, plus the list of all lists. We'll take a pivot. Manchester, tell the people what you're going to do next. Uh, well, and, and, and we're going to stick with it because we teased it on Tuesday, and I don't like to disappoint people. We are doing the top ten game shows of all time. Ooh, juicy. Stick with us. Altitude 950. Vic Lombardi Show. Home of the Rabbits, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Make a play. You gotta make a play, man. Guys, it's time to give your feelings a physical. Take the 20 point head inspection at mantherapy.org and get personalized tools and resources. Man Therapy. Therapy the way a man does it. Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range, but not at Medved Chevrolet. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless debt repair, no body shop, no problems in the future. And the savings? During the Medved No Hail you can get a new Chevrolet and save thousands. Get discounts up to $17,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months. Or no payments for 90 days. Why pay more for a damaged vehicle? Shop today at Medved Chevrolet during the no-hail sale. Medved Chevrolet. On the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 in Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward. But exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Online at medvedchevrolet.com. Chevy, find new roads. Select vehicles only. Stock number CB4318. MSRP 65,030 plus tax title and fees includes 59090H. Must finance through GM Financial with approved credit. Subject to prior sale expires 73118. There I was pushing up off of the floor and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets. Crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain and I needed help and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. 
Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Thanks, 811 for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Still seeing very slow traffic. If you're traveling on southbound I-225, working your way from Parker Road down to Yosemite, traffic is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Checking I-70, it's accident-free, but eastbound running slow. Pecos to Brighton, westbound. You're seeing stop-and-go 270 to Vasquez and between Wadsworth and Kipling. Now is the perfect time to bring color home. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during the four-day super sale, July 20th through the 23rd. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, We've got our sales director in studio arguing with Manchester. I think I actually made him mad. Like, I think he was really mad at me about yeah. this. It's, you know, you, uh, uh, welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Uh, you know, you are ruffling feathers, Manchester, when the sales director drives into the office and feels compelled to come talk to you during a break. Well, he opened it with, he opens the door, comes in here and looks at me and says, do you smoke crack every morning? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I watched. Both guys, every game, every single game they played as a Bronco. And my objective, honest assessment is Peyton Manning was a better player as a Bronco than John Elway was as a Bronco. That's my that's my assessment. All right. And I can defend it. I'm gonna give you the last word on it. Let's go. List of all lists. The Vic Lombardi Show presents Close for dramatic effect. The list of all lists. Here's number ten. All right, Gentlemen, we'll where specifically will your wife say is the weirdest place she's ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? There you go. Bob Eubanks had five different stints as the host of this classic that determined how well husbands and wives knew each other. But it's best known for its liberal use of the term whoopee. It is the newlywed game. The newlywed game had a great run. I vaguely remember it. Give me some more details on what made it so special. It just was, uh, it, there, there were some often funny answers when they would ask like the husband to answer the question. He'd write it down. Then they'd bring the wife out and she would have to answer it and they'd see if their answers matched and how different they were. 
it was the, you know, women are from Mars, men are from Venus or whatever it was kind of thing. It just was, uh, it, it, it created some funny moments and funny situations. Yeah. All right. Well, but it I, basically was how do they talk about things in the seventies on TV that they weren't supposed to talk about? They used the term whoopee, which I just found funny. <laughs> Move it on. Here's number nine. All right, we've got the theme song going. For nearly five decades, nine B-list at best celebrities filled the screen and offered answers to trivia questions. It was up to the contestants to determine if they were lying or telling the truth. They would get an X or an O and make tic-tac-toe. That was the whole idea. Hey, even Ice Cube attempted to bring back a hip-hop version of this quiz show. It was Hollywood Squares. Ooh, yeah. Hollywood Squares was great. Underrated too. Way, way to dig deep, get Hollywood Squares on this yeah, list. And they'd always have some like sort of, uh, not really popular comedian in the center square, like Joan Rivers or, you know, C. Nelson Riley or whatever the guy's name was. They were always in there and they would, they would offer up some good zingers. It was a good show. It and was I entertaining. Like it was a career move for washed out celebrities. Yeah. Like their agent gets a call like, Hey, they need you on squares. They're like, Oh yeah, I'll do it. In the seventies, if you were a has been, you went on Hollywood squares to the love boat. That's what you did. <laughs> All right. You're going old school on your first two. What's next? Here's number eight. All right, Howie Mandel's career was flatlining before he shaved his head and became the host of this show in 2005. Contestants could take the money being offered to them or see what was inside of numbered suitcases with the chance to win more or lose a bundle. And it doesn't hurt that uh, Meghan Markle was one of the uh, many models on this show. It's deal or no deal. Yeah, it's a great one, and I vividly remember the dude who lost a million bucks. You know, he, he's got the two cases left. He's got the dollar in the million bucks and the banker offers him like 600 grand and his family's like you have to take the 600 grand yeah. you moron and he wins a dollar that is the the dilemmas that it put people in though those situations is why that's a great show cuz everybody could sit there and debate with their family while they're watching it what they would do and then if you were in that situation you probably would do something totally different it was a great show when that thing came on the scene it was a it was a huge hit yeah but come on you would have taken the 600 grand yes that's yeah. a smart move hedge your bet <laughs> let's be rational here yeah. brother great show next on here's number 7 welcome to love connection where old fashioned romance meets modern day technology where you hear all the intimate details of a first date and now, here's the host of Love Connection, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery was the king of cool as the host of this matchmaking show, telling viewers that he'd be back in two and two. That's how he told them they were going to commercial break. And then he would deftly navigate his way through stories of awkward dates, successful hookups, and more, as you heard in the theme song, it's Love Connection. Love Connection. I'm not familiar with this one. I like your description of it. Uh, what was the run? What was the era? Were you dating at the time while you were watching Love no, Connection? No, I mean, it was like the 80s. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't date in the 80s? Probably went on like a seventh grade date to Ferris Bueller's Day Off with someone, but I mean, I wasn't <laughs> dating. I wasn't going on Love Connection. But the whole idea of it was, it was like Match.com before Match.com. You heard in that intro, right? It was uh, where old-fashioned romance means modern technology. They would have you answer questions and then have some sort of formula pair you up, and you were supposed to be the perfect couple, and then you'd come back and say how the date went. Sometimes it was good, and there were some sparks. 
And more often than not, and that was the really good shows, it was an absolute disaster. My generation is MTV's dismissed. Guy goes on a date with two girls, picks one at the end of the night. Girl goes on a date with two guys, picks one at the end of the night. You are dismissed. That's just a wrong way of going about life. That was amazing content. Moving on. Here's number six. For the big board, over 80000 in cash up there waiting for you to take it away. One prize worth more than $5,000. However, the bad news is there's some whammies. Both Tammy and Whammy are up there looking to take away your money. Big bucks, no whammies, stop! Stop it, oh. I'm not really sure what the heck the concept of this game was, and I, I watched it all the time. It was just trying to get like this electronic wheel, for lack of a better description. Like It moved around, and you had to stop it at the right times. It basically is the same rip-off game my kids play at Dave & Buster's, trying to you know buy crap in the Dave & Buster's store. But I just loved... No whammies, big bucks, no whammies, no whammies. It just was something that you couldn't get out of your head. It was press your luck. Press your luck checks in. Great show, number six. Well done. All right, moving on. Here's number five. Here it comes in the Bob Parker studio at CBS in Hollywood. Television most exciting hour of fantastic prizes. Come on! All right, so Bob Barker called the shots on the shopping theme show for 35 years where contestants were asked to come on down and guess the cost of everything from toilet paper to a brand-new car. Today, Drew Carey is the host, and the game is still going strong. It is The Price is Right. Price is Right is a classic. Went down to uh, spring break, sophomore year in Cancun. Guy and his wife were hanging out on the beach. We're like, sure, we'll make friends with people. He's from California. We're like, oh, what do you do? I'm in the Army. Oh, that's cool. Oh, and I want a car on The Price is Right. Really? Yeah. And it's very cool. It's still on YouTube. He showed up in his army uniform, got called, got called up, and Drew Carey was thanking Ray for his service, and he goes, come on, Drew, let's do push-ups. So he and Drew did push-ups together, and then he won a car. Everybody knows that show, right? It's the the showcase showdown. It's the big wheel. It's Plinko. It's the one with the little guy, the the like uh, guy from Sweden or whatever, Switzerland, tries to climb the mountain. It's it's Bob Barker golfing and showing off. He had the, the little thin microphone. It was Barker's Beauties. I could go on about prices right for an entire second. Get your pet spayed or neutered. Move it on. Here's number four. All right. In 1999, Regis Philbin hosted a primetime, primetime quiz show that became an instant hit. Eventually, it seemed to be on every night, which caused it to fizzle out. But for a time, all of America was talking about lifelines, something that to this day, nearly 20 years later, it's still in our vernacular. People will still say, ah, yeah, I need a lifeline when they don't know the answer to something. It's who wants to be a millionaire. Oof. It was so juicy, man. And when that first dude won the million bucks oh, great show. and called his dad with his lifeline and goes, yeah, I just wanted to tell you I'm going to win the million bucks. Very, that, Which was a super smooth way to win it. Yeah, it was one of the most dramatic game show moments in the history of game shows I guess. I mean, that sounds dramatic to say, but it's true. There are very few shows, especially nowadays with On Demand and Netflix and stuff like that, that gets America to sit around the collective TV and watch the same thing at the same time. Like the Super Bowl is one, but it's usually live sporting events. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was a primetime game show that got people to do that. And everyone tried to get on it. Yeah. Everyone and their brother was calling the hotline to try totally. to get on and get, totally. the, get in the it, seat. It was truly a phenomenon. Yeah. It really was. Moving on. Here's number three. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Right. Naked grandma! Naked, huh? <laughs> 
1964, they've been surveying 100 people to find the top few answers on the board. I put few because sometimes it's five, sometimes it's six, whatever, allowing that, them to pit five members from two families against each other. Richard Dawson was the best host, mainly because he got away with kissing every woman on the show, which imagine that to nowadays. Steve Harvey, though, we just heard that clip. Steve Harvey is tremendous. He's great. It is Family Feud. Yeah, the feud is the best. Some of the bad answers over the years and Harvey's reaction. <laughs> Naked grandma. Uh, there was a famous one, what do you not want your husband to find in your drawer? And this woman goes, big underwear. <laughs> Like, well, if your husband knows you're big, he's yeah. going to know you have not big gonna su- underwear. Not going to surprise him. Uh, and I like, I told it the other day, name a word that comes after pork, and the guy goes, you pine. <laughs> Wasn't that the one we had yesterday, too, of name a, a word that rums, rhymes with yummy? Yeah. It was my yummy. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Family Feud, a classic. Uh, Moving on. Here's number two. In 1975, Merv Griffin created this classic word puzzle game, but it really didn't take off until six or seven years later, 1981, when Pat Sajak became the host, and then in 1982, when his co-host, Vanna White, started turning the letters, the duo, believe it or not, is still going strong nearly four decades later. It is Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's a classic, and you know what's funny is we're now getting to my nightly viewing habits before uh, the Azur Nuggets play. Right. The, The feud? The wheel, and you still got one to go, and I think I know where you might be going with it. Here's number one. At its core, it's nothing more than a trivia game, but the subtle twist that contestants have to phrase their answers in the form of a question helped make this a hit since 1964. Art Fleming was the original host, but Alex Trebek has manned the stage since 1984. I love the way he just acts like he knows every single answer. And then he's just so appalled that they don't. Ooh, he's sorry. Pompous. Yeah. He is so pompous. We hear that every day in our fact checker. He's so pompous, but he pulls it off. What is Jeopardy? You know, it's funny. We just got a text from 1757. He says, don't forget your Ken Jennings shout out. He's a legend. Ken Jennings was unbelievable. And what did he win in a row? Like 73 of them in a row? And he, went, he won like 2.6 million bucks. Crazy. That guy not only knew everything, he was the best at the buzzer. Like, I know I would go on that show, and by Double Jeopardy, I'd chuck the buzzer and walk off. You'd be that guy. Because I knew the answer, and I couldn't ring in, and Marge next to me keeps getting the answer questions. It would drive me crazy. That show, though, is phenomenal. Well, think about a guy like Ken Jennings. He parlayed a Jeopardy run into a celebrity, and you still see him doing ads on your TV. He took on that computer. What was the IBM computer's name? Winston or something. Winston. That's close, though. Watson. Watson. Yeah. It's some sort There's of a Winston we work with here. Science name. So one more time, let me run uh, run them down for you. Here are the top ten game shows of all time. Number ten, the newlywed game. Number nine, Hollywood Squares. Number eight, Deal or No Deal. Number seven, Love Connection. Number six, Pressure Luck. Number five, The Price is Right. Number four, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Number three, Family Feud. Number two, Wheel of Fortune. And number one, Jeopardy. I'll give you a B plus. It was good. Let me know, 30933, what I missed on today's list of all lists. You have one extremely, extremely notable error. Error? Well, oversight? Oversight. There you go. That's the better word. I want to hear all about him. I cannot believe this show didn't make your top ten. Other than that, pretty good. James Merrillat, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show. Keep texting us. Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950. We're keeping you on top of the Nuggets. Isaiah Thomas is now a Nugget. If he can score 15 points per game, that's all you need. The Rockies. It's not just winning. It's winning series against winning teams. And pretty soon, Altitude 950 is going to be on the case at Broncos training camp. I want to master this offense. We've made some big steps. You know, there's a lot to grow on, too. When you're here, you get it all. That's the advantage of Denver's all-sports station. We talk sports here on this station. We talk all sports. Altitude 950. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to them and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and then take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call it the power of two. It's so easy to do. Just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or give them a call, 303-234-1700. That's smartlikeyou.com or 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard about it on Altitude 950, the percent discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rates applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500 with approved credit. Terms and conditions may apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. This legal minute is brought to you by Bell and Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell and Pollock. This is your legal minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know Before the Very First Phone Call with the Insurance Adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best Price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about. Out at shopmini.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid has got to break away and shoots and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center! Emic Chevy has some bad news and some good good news. The bad news is we got hit with hail. The good good news is that you can't see the hail and you can save thousands on top of our already crazy low prices. Come get a crazy good deal today, only at Emic Chevy. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Traffic seems to be a little bit better than we normally see, although we still have some areas of stop and go speeds. We're seeing that southbound 225 between Parker and Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by CC's. There is an accident causing immediate slowing eastbound 6th at Logan. Crash reported off freeway at Dry Creek and Quebec. Why settle for a tiny value meal when you can have endless value on CC's buffet? Like meat eater, stuffed crust, and new Italian flatbreads, the buffet's a better way. CC's for a limited time. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Welcome back. Vic Lombardi show Altitude 950. Happy Thursday. Denver is going to be a scorcher. 98 degrees Rockies making their way down to Arizona. They will resume a Friday night against the D-backs. Massive series. All right, James Merrillat, he's Manchester. Will Peterson, Vic likes to call me HW. Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. Hanging out with you. Uh, Manchester, your list is getting a lot of reaction. Top 10 game shows. Do you want to recap it one more time for sure. us? Sure, top 10 game shows of all time. Number 10, the newlywed game. Number nine, Hollywood Squares. Number eight, Deal or No Deal. Number seven, Love Connection. Number six, Pressure Luck. Number five, The Price is Right. Number four, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Number three, Family Feud. Number two, Wheel of Fortune. And number one, Jeopardy. Told you it's a B plus. A couple omissions, oversights, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the one that stood out to me at first was a very popular game show, and it was The Weakest Link. The woman going, you are The Weakest Link. Goodbye. Mm. I mean, The Weakest Link had a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire type oh, prime time it run. It wasn't close. Is it still on? Oh, you can find reruns. Who wants to be a millionaire? Still running, rolling strong. With <laughs> no, Meredith, not. Meredith Vieira is hosting it. Daytime slot and like, only moms are at home drinking wine or watching it. Okay, well, weakest link ain't on. Where's that lady now? What's she doing? I don't know. She's probably famous overseas. She's a was, little British lady. What's yeah, she doing? She's probably back in Britain hosting a game show over there. Weakest link was like a two week thing and then it was over. Uh, three eight nine nine. Give me uh, my other idea. Stump the Schwab was fantastic. That's a very good sports show. There was another one, and gosh, somebody on the text line will know it. Uh, it was hosted by Tom Green, local uh, local news anchor, sports anchor. Uh, and he basically was like um, Sam Malone in Cheers. He was like behind a bar, and he was posing sports questions. Okay. And it was on ESPN. It was back in like the 80s. Yeah. It was awesome. He was so good at it because he's such a good smart aleck, and it was sports questions. Uh, that was a great show. I wish I could remember the name of it. Somebody will know it. 30933. Uh, Stump the Schwab was good. I like that show. Yeah, and a handful of people did beat the Schwab. Yeah. Which was cool. Uh, some misses from 1853. Cash Cab, Supermarket Suite, and Concentration. Concentration's pretty good. Um, I, I thought about Cash Cab because I like that show. And that's very, a very modern show. It's not set on a stage. Um, I, I it, it was in consideration. I, I don't think it's mainstream enough. I think it's a little too niche, but uh, I'll give him credit for that one. The other ones, no. Uh, Josh said, when I heard Price is Right at number five, I thought I was going to be angry with your list, but I honestly can't argue with you. Well done, Manchester. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, putting Price is Right at five, I thought was pretty controversial as well. I thought it had to be top three, maybe even two. Okay. But who I don't do have a problem with Jeopardy at one, but I would I would say Price is more iconic than Wheel. And then Family? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, Wheel, of, Wheel of Fortune is legendary. I mean, uh, Merv Griffin has probably made more money off Wheel of Fortune than any syndicated show going. 
6601 says, huge omission, Card Sharks. Card Sharks was good. Yeah. Joker's Wild was in consideration. $100,000 Pyramid. That's what 3936 has. They also say password and then another vote for Supermarket Sweep. I don't, I'm not familiar with Supermarket Sweep. It was the one where you had just an X amount of time to get as much crap in your cart as you can and whoever huh. spent the most money got to keep all their crap. Well, how hard is that? It's a good show. Seems kind of dumb. Now it would be better if it was, hey, you got to go around the grocery store and get as close to a hundred dollars worth of stuff as possible. That takes some skill. Uh, five zero seven one says dating game and what's my line? What's my lines before my time? So, you know, unlike all the people who wanted to chime in about Alex English, I was going with shows I actually watched. Um, what was the other one he said? Dating game? Yeah. Ah, dating game. Love connection was more fun. Dating game was, it was a little slimy. I don't know. Didn't care for it. Uh, 6376 says, I know it's a children's show, but Legends of the Hidden Temple was a lot of fun to watch. Very popular Nickelodeon show. I don't know what that is. Nickelodeon was after, that's post me. Like and when it's I was not your a kid. kids either. That's no. the thing. It's just you missed it. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about American Gladiators. It's from Jared and Firestone. Is that a game show? Eh. Yeah. Mike says you left. It's kind of like Ninja Warrior. Like that's a great show. American Ninja Warrior. Awesome. I, and I know you can win things if you get all the way through, but I don't know that it's technically a game show. I guess it could be because it's just was a physical sports game show. Mike can't believe you left off. Let's make a deal. Thought about it. It was on, it, it, it made the list. Let's make a deal was probably 14. It, it just didn't quite crack the top 10. You know what I didn't like about let's make a deal? I didn't like when they took what was behind door number three. And it, it, when it was a bad prize, it was always like a bale of hay and a goat. It's a zoink. And it's just like, it's just aesthetically that bothered me. Let's make a deal is still on every day. And when I go to the gym, this woman literally comes over every day and changes the TV from my sports to let's make a deal. Really? Yeah. Is it a new version or is it reruns? No, it's a new version. It's like still on. Really? Yeah. Mo- was it Monty Hall was the host? Okay. I mean, it's a classic. It's, it's, it's in the top 15. No, I know, but I'm like, you just changed the World Cup to let's make a deal. Not acceptable. <laughs> uh, is Survivor a game show? That belongs on the list if so. Nah, those are scripted. They're made up. Survivor is not scripted. Oh, come on. You don't think those shows are scripted? You don't think when that Richard dude or whoever it was ran around naked? Won? Yeah, you don't think Richard Hatch? You think he was just destined to win the million bucks because some producer wanted him to win the million bucks? Uh, yeah, keep the naked guy on the whole time. People will keep tuning in because he's wacky. How right, you... but the contestants got to vote. They could have voted Richard off the island, and really? they didn't. Did we see the ballots? Yes, they would show him oh, on TV. Come on, really? You think that's real? I do. Yeah. So is WWE. That's real. You think The Bachelor's real? No. We had the Bachelor dudes on, and they explained it to us. They get a bunch of people drunk, let them say stupid stuff, and put it on TV. It's not real. I hate The Bachelor. The, the couple in Colorado that's still married and has kids oh, would disagree with you. One out of 40. I could find a bar in Denver and say, hey, they got as good a batting average as that. Uh, match like game. Todd Helton at the end of his career. Match game and cash cab from Justin G. Uh, weakest Link sucked. Maybe number 32. Weakest Link up. was terrible. Here's a good one. 4228. This is an omission. Fear Factor. I kind of like Fear Factor. But is it really a game show or is it a reality show? We're now blending the line here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went classic game shows. Uh, Fear Factor was, was cool. Was that Joe Rogan that hosted that when yeah, it first started? The, the problem was when they had to eat the crap, you had to turn it off. Ah, but that was just because it was stuff you're like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. That's no, what made I it interesting. I wouldn't eat a live cockroach. I just wouldn't. You couldn't pay me enough money to do it. For a million dollars right now, you wouldn't eat a live cockroach. Mm. I would, I'd eat seven of them. 
for a million bucks? Add a zero. A million dollars. Like I said, add a zero. Give me ten million. I'll do it. I'd sip my coffee and eat them like they were cashews. And I can go retire on a beach. Uh, 6033 says Hollywood Squares. Uh, it was number nine. Yeah, I know. So why did he say it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he thought it should be higher. <laughs> it's on the list, dude. Number nine. Uh, apparently Dick Enberg hosted the Sports Challenge, according to 3936. Oh, that, you know what? That was a good show. That was a good one. That was a very good sports show. There aren't a lot of good sports game shows. Uh, the Tom Green one, which somebody's got to tell us what that was, uh, was really good. Stump the Schwab was okay. Stump the Schwab got a little esoteric to me, which is me being esoteric by using a word like esoteric. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's a little like, eh, kind of nerdy. I think 2197 does settle it. Survivor and Fear Factor are reality shows, not game shows. I would agree. I would agree. So they don't qualify. Maybe you could do the top ten reality shows. It's a long summer. <laughs> it's a long summer. The SBs were last night. Plenty more reaction to that. John Elway's uh very good night in L.A. Even Manchester says John Elway did a good job in L.A. I gave night. him an A. I did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Everybody just says all I do is rip the guy. Yeah. Because I'm objective. John Elway was awesome last night. Vaughn Miller was a big face. Case Keenum got a little love on Chase the SBs. did? Yeah. Because of his miracle play. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and other than that, you know, they gave like the Golden Knights a lot of airtime, and rightfully so, between the tragedy and how good they were. But it got me thinking, Manchester, what Denver team could be prominent at the ESPYs next year? Hmm. I've got my thoughts. All right, sounds good. Keep it locked in. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Julie Brahman. And I'll be really disappointed. If both teams, the Avs and the Nuggets, really disappointed if they don't make the playoffs. Scott Hastings. Well, see, I'll be super disappointed if the Avs and Nuggets don't take that next step. You're talking next step is the playoff. No, no question. What do you think? Yeah, I think the Avs, for them to get too deep in the playoffs is who's the goalie? Hastings and Brownman, weekdays, 10 to 1. Windows open. I think both for the Avs and Nuggets. How long it stays open, we will see. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range, but not at MedVed. MedVed's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless debt repair, no problems in the future. But what about the savings? During the MedVed no hail sale, you can get a new vehicle and save thousands. Get discounts up to $16,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months or no payments for 90 days. Only at the giant MedVed Autoplex during the no hail sale. MedVed Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 Ramp Castle Rock. Online at MedVedChevroletBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Stock number G62632, MSRP 69,200. Stock number G6531, MSRP 56,720. Plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Most finance through GM Financial with approved credit. Subject to prior sale expires 731.18. It's in. What a go. Can you do better than that? And you love sports? Go. Do you think you've got the talent or the skills to pursue a career in sports radio? It's a lot easier than you think if you start the right way. 
With the help of professionals who already work in the field, that's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, radio anchor, and even host your own radio show. With financial aid available for those who qualify, you'll be able to start right away with hands-on training classes during the day or at night. And we'll even help you find that job you always wanted. Whether you want to work in radio, television, or social media, we've got the right program to prepare you for a position behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Colorado Media Schools. Call 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Hey, fun today. Epic slides, thrilling rides, adventure for the whole family, like Brain Train and Slidezilla. New shows like Magic Smoke and Mirrors and Kids DJ Dance Party. Village Garden Theme and Water Park. Two great parks, one low price. We love coming here. It's great for the whole family. Purchase online or at any King Supers. Village Gardens, we love you. Dad, are you going to be home in time for my school play? I'm going to try my hardest. And don't forget about my ball game on Saturday. Yep, I'm planning on it. That's what you said last week, but you weren't there. I know, and I'm sorry. My job takes me far from home and is important to our family. I can't always get home when I'd like to. Does this sound familiar? I bet if you're driving trucks for a living, this is your life. Well... It doesn't have to be that way anymore. The Safeway Distribution Center at Colorado Boulevard and I-70 is hiring Class A CDL drivers. The best part about this job is you get to go home when your shift is over. They'll treat you with respect. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement package are all outstanding. You'll start out earning $22.49 per hour and could be earning up to $24.99 per hour in no time. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a hiring bonus of up to $5,000. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Lots of activity and delay with a serious accident reported eastbound 6th Avenue at Logan. Maybe a spot you want to avoid. Traffic is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. As far as the highways go, you have speeds down into the teens and 20s. Southbound I-25 downing through to Yale. I-70 eastbound Pecos to Brighton. Westbound I-70 jamming Quebec to Vasquez. And between Wadsworth and Kipling, you have reports of slow traffic. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Big news in the sports world last night was the sports awards, the ESPYs. Uh, aired on ABC Manchester, and it was an hour tape delay. Like, literally 6 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm excited. Got my popcorn ready. And the World Series of Poker starts. And I tweet, what? I just watched the red carpet show. Where is it? And my, my Twitter mentions start blowing up. Hey, it's on ABC in an hour. So you're tape delaying? What is this, 1997? They literally would post Danica Patrick's opening monologue on ESPN.com before I was allowed to watch it on ABC. Why? You know in L.A. they delay it three hours? See, this is the TV execs making bad decisions. It was the point I made about the World Cup, right? Like, people didn't care that it was a Tuesday at noon. They would watch games. 
if it's something worth tuning into, they'll watch it at a weird random time. You don't have to tape delay it and put it in prime time. It's just it's overthinking it. Just show it live. Uh, yeah, it, it was well done though, and and the storyline of the night was John Elway and Dan Marino presenting Jim Kelly with the Jimmy V Award. Jim Kelly's uh, speech was uh, I would call it iconic. I think it goes down um, with Stuart Scott's speech. Uh, with Michael Sam's speech, in my opinion, uh, and of course Jimmy V's the original speech. You know, uh, there's been good every year. The Jimmy V speech is good, but Manchester, we heard a chunk of Jim Kelly's speech. Uh, it was it pulled at your heartstrings, right? Yeah, it was very very well done. Yeah. Um, when he first started, you know, you know he's had what it's uh it's some sort of throat cancer or lip mouth cancer. I mean, it's some something that is changed his ability to speak. I think that's fair. When he first started talking, it was a little shocking. Um but it, he I thought he did a I thought he did a really really good job. He was very um composed. Uh he had a lot of good things to say. His message about um you know what you don't have to be a celebrity to have a positive impact on people and they don't have to be going through cancer to need something from someone. Um, just offer someone a smile today or say something nice to someone today. You never know that they may just be, that may be the thing they really needed. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a, was a really good message. I mean, he mentioned two different times that, um, you know, his daughters would come in and see him and never had a frown on their face, never were sad. They were the upbeat ones. It, it, I, it, I just thought it was, it was really, really good. And you could tell the friendship between Elway Marino and Kelly was genuine. Extremely genuine. Which Those I guys are was, boys. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, that was really cool. So no, I, I thought a lot of it in a, you know, it's like the third thing this week that I expected to just hate. And it was actually pretty darn good. Yeah. No, I thought it was good too. And, uh, I, I posed this question to you before the break real quick before we get to Marty O. It, it, it made me, interested last night that the Golden Knights, the Washington Capitals, uh, were so featured. Of course, they're going to feature the Warriors and the Astros, but it, it made me think, Manchester, what Denver team a year from now could we be watching plastered all over ESPN and the ESPYs? I have my gut, but I want to hear yours. Uh, my gut would be, because I think they have the best chance in the next 12 months uh, of winning a championship, would be the Rockies. I mm. think the Rockies... Could get in and baseball. If you get in and you get hot, you know you you got a shot. There so we be, could be seeing Nolan and Chuck correct. their playoff highlights all over our TV. Correct. Yeah. And some storybook type of um type of run in the playoffs. I would put number two the Avs because because the Stanley Cup playoffs are similar, right? If you get in, you got a shot. That was my gut. Was the Avalanche was would it, would it shock you if they're interviewing Nathan McKinnon on the red carpet next year? No, it would. No, it, it would wouldn't. not. It would not. Um, I'll put it this way. The leap the Avs made from two seasons ago to last season is smaller or is bigger than the leap they would have to make from last season to a cup run. To winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, yeah. that jump from being the worst team in the NHL mm-hmm. to making the postseason the next year, that's a monumental jump. And, it, and playing a very competitive series against the number one seed in the first round. Yeah, it's sort of, it, it, to me, it's the, it's the equivalent of, it's always harder to make your first million than your second million, or so yeah. I've been told. Um, I, I think that's kind of the analogy here with the abs. So I could see them doing it. Uh, I would put the nuggets third, but I just think that it, because they have some fun personalities and could Jokic turn into kind of a, uh, a star based on putting up wacky numbers and the way he plays and he's a character. 
but they're not going to be featured as a team because the chances of them winning an NBA title, the way the league is set up, there are four teams that could win it. Yeah, but they, but the Nuggets could make the Western Conference Finals if everything broke perfectly for them. Perfectly. Sure. Sure. But they would have to break perfectly. So yeah. I'm putting them third. Okay. And the chance of the Broncos being there is fourth. Yeah. It just is. I mean, it, 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 I don't think that team's particularly close. I think we have similar lists, except at the top we'd flip the abs and the Rockies. All right, let's bring in Marty O. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo, sugar slam. Shake that. That hour tape delay was ridiculous. I'm looking on Twitter. They're talking about Jim Kelly's speech. I turn on my TV. They're giving away the award for the best bowler. It's like, uh, it, come on. Yeah, in a in a digital age, in the Twitter era, I I don't understand why anything would be tape delayed. That that is just so 1974 NBA Finals. I yeah. I don't get it. It was stupid. It's 2018. Come on. Yeah. All right, so uh, the late Stuart Scott was born on this day in 1969. Coined some solid phrases. Let's uh, let's hear a few of them. Top five. Yeah. You know this kid is as cool as the other side of the pillow. Jeter in first. Booyah. There's a lot of booyah in there, cooler than the other side of the pillow. Um, what's uh, what's some of your guys' favorites from him? Uh, those make the list. Uh, those are probably the top two. But the the Stuart Scott Rich Eisen combo was just fantastic, iconic. You know, it was it was like Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann. They were say what you will about Keith Olbermann now, and maybe he bothers you politically, but Patrick and Olbermann were. Awesome. Well, you got to throw Kenny Maine in that category. Kenny too. Maine was tremendous. Linda um, Cone. Craig Kilborn was yep. awesome. Yeah. But Stuart Scott and Rich Eisen was that was must see TV for a highlight show. Yeah. It was great, and and it was it was just their personalities that made it work. Well, and Stuart, it was so great that he was able to get to the ESPYS as his cancer was uh, killing him, for lack of a better term, and give us that speech at the ESPYS. I mean, that that'll live on forever. Yeah. So yeah. Another good candidate was just call him Butter because he's on a roll. That is good. I mean, that is good. You can't beat that one. All right, two-time NBA champion Adam Morrison has a birthday today. <clears throat> Excuse me. He uh, won the 2009-2010 championships when he was on the Lakers. He ranks number six as uh, least likely NBA champion of all time. Uh, Darko's on that list for the 04 Pistons, but number one is a man named Sun Yu who played four minutes on the 09 Lakers and still has a ring. Four minutes? Four minutes. Son, yeah. you's got a good story. You get a ring if you play one minute? Hey, man. It's on the team. Is that, is that the, like literally the qualification? You know if the Avs win a title, Mosier gets a ring, right? Yeah, does, does he get the same ring as everybody? The players so. get a different ring. Well, isn't it in certain sports, like if you're not on the roster that is in the actual championship series, like the players have to decide whether or not they're going to give you a playoff share and give you a ring? Dude, my dad's buddy was the Anaheim Angels single-A coach, and he got a ring when they won it that one year when they beat Bonds and the Giants. Really? Yeah. He's the coach of the Rancho Cucamongo Quakes, Bobby Meacham. <laughs> Bobby Meacham? <laughs> yeah, I grew up with Bobby's son. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All I know is Sun Yu was part of a parade and Charles Barkley wasn't. So that's <laughs> so, what it's that's what it's all about. According to Will, Sun Yu is a better NBA player than Charles Barkley because he has a ring. Yeah, Thank you, Marty. You made the ultimate <laughs> point about how ridiculous his ring assessment is. Thank you, Marty. You would know Bobby Meacham better than I would. Wasn't he like a bust of a Yankee? Yeah, I, sure. Someone, I mean, someone said to me he was the only shortstop to ever lose a ground ball in the sun. 
That's a yeah. good line. Yeah. But did he throw any parades? Uh, Probably. He threw one with the Rancho Cucamongo Quakes. <laughs> I had to stay in 1915. The Senators steal eight bases in the first inning off of uh, the Cleveland Indians. Eight bases in who one was, inning. Who was catching? Uh, let me look at the box score here. It says uh, Jonathan Lucroy was catching that game. Seriously? No, I'm kidding. It was 1915. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear the year. Sorry. What was the year? 1915. Gosh, how inept was that guy? Yeah. Steve O'Neill, catcher for the Indians. Man, day. It, there was uh, it was just a green light. First of all, you'd have to get a lot of guys on base. So whoever was pitching was terrible too, and maybe he just didn't hold anybody on. I don't know that I've been to little league games where they stole eight bases in an inning. That's ridiculous. I stay in 1973. Willie Mays stars in his 24th All Star game. You think anybody will ever have that many ever again? That's a long time to stick around. Mike um, Trout's got seven already, and he's only 26. How many did Jeter play in? He had to be pushing yeah, Jeter was 20. Jeter like 19, I believe. 24. And look, by the, by the end, I mean, Willie Mays, when he was playing for the Mets, he didn't belong in the All-Star game, but he was going because it's a it's an exhibition and it's for the fans. But 24 years to even play for 24 years, it's, it's such a handful of guys that will even remotely come close to that. So, yeah, that's a record that will stand probably forever. I stay in 1996. The Olympic Games took place in Atlanta. That's when uh, Muhammad Ali lit the torch. You guys remember that? Pretty iconic moment. Uh, I do. It came, he came out. He surprised everybody. I think even some of the uh, guys who were announcing the opening ceremonies didn't know that it would be uh, the great Muhammad Ali uh, lighting the torch. All right, and that's it for me. Uh, Marty, what did you uh, leave on the uh, cutting room floor? This day in 2007, Mad Men makes its debut. Don Draper, one of the coolest TV characters of all time. I I know this is going to be controversial. I can't get into Mad Men. Not a Mad Men guy. I tried. I tried. You got to try harder then because it's good. But I and you know what? I, I I like the ad game. You know, I worked for an ad agency at one point. I, I I like the 50s kind of the whole. Hey, we have whiskey in the office. Like who wouldn't like that? Just can't get into the show. All right, not a madman guy. Coming up next here on the Vic Lombardi Show, we'll talk to Altitude TV's Kyle Keith. Check in with him on the Avs offseason. Get his thoughts on where this team can go next year. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cake on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. People have asked me, what about working with Peter? Well, I've probably done, you know, 60 games, 80 games with Peter McNabb. We've done, we've done, I mean, maybe even more than that, games together. And a guy that I sit with on the airplane, you know, I've sat next to him for 11 years and uh, know very well, obviously. So, it to me, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, it's a tremendous honor to to have the opportunity yeah. here, Vic. But I'm still going to do what I've done in the past, and that's try to relay what's happening with uh, you know my favorite sport and, and the passion that I'm going to bring uh, every single night is is going to be the same. That's Mark Moser live from his press conference with Vic Lombardi that we hosted last week here on these airwaves, announcing his move to Altitude TV. You will now get the dosage of the Moj on TV. Connor McGahee will handle the duties here on Altitude 950. And Kyle Keefe, you know and love him. How do you feel about tossing to Moj during your pregame shows? 
Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I swear though, for like three days, I turn on altitude and it was just mode, 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 mode. And it's funny because you guys, I come on with you and I have to hear a Moj highlights. Like up next, it'll be John Elway, but here's some Dan Marino highlights. <laughs> oh, this guy is killing me. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, it'll be fun. Moses, Moses, a blast. Uh, let, let's get away from Moj for a second. I saw your tweet a couple days ago, and it was, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was essentially, uh, "Hey, summer is great and all, but I'm ready for hockey season." Uh, you're starting to get the itch. What uh, has transpired here during the off season that's kind of got you most excited for uh, for things to get started in September? I think it's just. Um... You know, it's the buzz. I mean, uh, the, the summer sports are great, and you know, baseball is baseball, and. You sort of, you know, I get the itch for for NFL to get around, but then, you know, I start, I, I'll see a couple of of the guys, or I'll I'll watch a highlight, or I'll accidentally flip on the NHL Network, and you know, I was at a restaurant the other day, and they were just playing a random like, you know, New Jersey versus Pittsburgh game, and I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, I really do like summer, but I really kind of miss, you know, you get into these dog days of summer where it's a hundred degrees, and I start thinking, you know, I'm I'm ready. I shouldn't be ready, but I'm ready. And I think that's partly due to, you know, the the season that we had last year and, you know, sort of the expectations for this year. So I, you know, where the year before that I was, you know, it was a little more nerve wracking when we, when we finished in last, but this year it's, you know, I just, I got the bug. I got the bug early and I'm excited for training camp. I'm excited for preseason. I'm just excited to see what level they can take it to. So yeah, I know it's mid July. I, I'll fully admit it. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get it going. Speaking of expectations, uh, HW and I were talking in the last segment and, and I, I made this point. I want to see if you agree. I think the, the leap the Avs made from two years ago when they were the worst team in the NHL to last season, I think that leap is harder and, and more difficult and bigger than if they went from what they did last season to making the Stanley Cup Finals, I, I I think that I think the biggest hardest one. It's making your first million is harder than making your second million. I think that was a bigger thing. I think this team has the ability to make a to make a cup run if they if they get in there and get hot at the right time. I think that's a realistic expectation. Yeah, I, and I would agree with you. I wish I would have been listening to that conversation, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this: that <laughs> and you made a great point, James. It, it's different in hockey that if you do get it, you know, it's different than the NBA. You get in and it's like, okay, well, where, where are those three teams in the West? You know, or where's Cleveland in the East? Whereas in the NHL, you just make it and you got a shot. I mean, they took they took the Preds to six games last year, and, you know, you win that series, and all of a sudden you're going, okay, well, you know, that, or uh, Vegas beat Winnipeg, and that wasn't supposed to happen. And how'd Washington get by Pittsburgh? That wasn't supposed to happen. So I just think you get a, you get a hot goaltender and, you know, you get – one of your, you know, penalty killing units or your power play units gets hot, whatever, and you're winning games two one or one nothing, whatever, you can win it. But the, yeah, I would agree that the gap that they made up between the year past to last season was, uh, I think it was an indication that they shouldn't have been there two years ago. I mean, they lost some games that they should not have won. I don't know how many times they were in the second period with the lead and ended up losing the game. That just doesn't happen to a a good quality club. They're just, they're too good to have that kind of season. I think last year they realized after sort of November 5th, after that, that trade that, Hey, you know what? We are good. We're very good. 
offensively. We've got some rock-solid defensemen. Goaltending's been good. And then they sort of started to believe. And you get into January and February, it's like, you know what? We're, we could be going to the show. And then you get in a dogfight with Dallas and, you know, you got St. Louis in there. And you're, you're sort of into we belong here mentality, but it wasn't just over a, a one, two week period. It was a two month period that they were fighting to make it to the playoffs, which makes me believe that they've got that bug. They know what it feels like to be in a horse race to get into the playoffs. So I think that carries over. And I think the experience that they got and bringing in guys that have won the cup, like Ian Cole, now all of a sudden there's that, you know, you got to taste the, the steak, you know, and it's like, I want more of that. You know, the good stuff. Give me that 12-ounce uh, steak instead of these little niblets. So I think it's it's a good feeling for the Avs. I think it's a good feeling for the fans and certainly for us that work for the team. Uh, Vic, what's the encore going to be like? Or Vic, you're Kyle. What's the encore going to be like for the uh, the, the Max Street boys, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog, and Miko Rantanen? Do you expect that line to be kept intact this year? And how can they possibly uh, top what they managed to do last year is, is probably the best line in the NHL? Well, um, yes. I don't expect that line to go anywhere, but you know, it's always a matter of shuffling, but I, I would, I would sort of work my way backwards and say, you know, okay, well, where's Matt Calvert fit into this whole thing? Is he a fourth line guy? Is he a third line guy? Um, you know, you got Comfer, you got Wilson, you got Nieto sort of back there. And then your second line with Joseph and Kerfoot and Andrew Ghetto speedy can score. I just don't think you touch that line for one simple reason. In my opinion, you got the hottest hand in the National Hockey League for the next 10 years. I mean, he's only going to get better. You're talking about Nathan McKinnon, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. And you can, you can talk about his, you know, his hands or that extra step that he finds, the speed. Um, but I, I would say it's more the, the dedication and the, the sort of methodical passion he puts into detail. I mean, he is so into whatever he's doing that I just can't see him slowing down. You, you find these these athletes that study their game, that really put the time and effort into watching film and, and appreciating and watching what other players do well and trying to mimic it. Well, this, you know, I saw Austin Matthews do this last night. Well, I can do that. And then you go and you work and you work and you work. And I just think that he's so dedicated to whatever it is he's doing from the golf course to the ice rink to the whatever whatever he's doing, I just think he's so focused on what he's doing that I think the sky's the limit. I think he, barring any injuries, I think he exceeds 100 points, no doubt about it. I think he's taken the leap, and now it's just going to get better and better and better. And if you're on a line with Crosby or Malkin or, you know, Matthews or whoever, you're going to benefit from that. So I think Rantanen, only gets better. Landeskog only gets better. The team only gets better. Kyle, you're our resident abs expert, but you're versatile. You know a lot of different sports. I want to rapid fire through uh, three real quick ones with you that are that are non-abs. Uh, USA Today came out today with their 2018 NFL projections. They have the Broncos going nine and seven. Is that mm-hmm. high, low, or about right? I think that's high. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just flip flop those and go seven and nine. And I think that's just based on. Schedule and chemistry. I just don't know enough about Case Keenum. Uh, I don't know of any, you know, enough about our running situation with kids from Oregon. I think there's just too many, you know, sort of question marks offensively, defensively. I think they're still real good, um, but in a real tough di- uh, division, I think they're more seven and nine. 
the Open Championship, or what it should be just called the British Open, is on. Uh, right. I think this is the most overrated sports event uh, happening. It's just based on history. It's just played on a track that looks like dirt. I, I'm not a fan. What, what do you, am I accurate, or what do you think? <laughs> you are accurate from a television perspective. <laughs> it's the most frustrating thing to do. Because last night I was literally like, okay, it starts at 11.30. Do I ruin my day tomorrow, or do I get up super early and watch? And then by the time that you get up, you look at the leaderboard, and you've got Fred Frudenberger and Johnny <laughs> Fredericks leading it. You're like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah, it's and, Eric yeah, Van Ruyen. Right. And it's like, what? What, what, what happened? Um, but, yeah, from a golfing perspective, from somebody that loves golf, I love links, but I hate playing on pavement. So, yeah, it's frustrating in that perspective, but I'm going to take Justin Thomas to win the whole thing. All right, cool. And then my uh, my last one for you, I did my list of all lists today, the top ten game shows of all time. I don't expect mm. you to have heard it, but what is your favorite game show? Game show? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the first one that comes to my mind is No Whammy, No Whammy, No Whammy. Pressure Luck. That's great. Yeah. That was number I mean, six. I lo- okay. I love that. And um, let's see. What was the one where all those people are like sitting in squares and stuff? And the, it, there's like Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. It came in Hollywood at number nine. Okay, so we're going good. Yeah. Um, you know what about the one the the love connection where he's back in two and two, right back at you. <laughs> exactly. That made seven. Chuck Woolery was anybody cooler yeah. than Chuck Woolery? No. I mean, have you ever tried to cross your legs like that? Men's <laughs> legs don't cross like that. Okay? Just try it where you're sitting right now. Try and cross one leg over the other knee. There is, there's nobody that pulled off casual better than Chuck Woolery. God, that guy yeah. had it down. Well, Kyle, do you and want I, to see if you can go four for four? You're three for three. Uh, okay. Uh, old school. What about, uh, no, uh, Joker? Joker? Uh, that's, Joker. Uh, it's Joker's Wild. That did not make it, but that oh. is a good one. That's you're you're good not one. thinking quite big enough, iconic enough, Kyle. What's on every night still? Uh, well, I mean, you got to go with the standard Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. There I'm you go. Really. That was uh, one, one and two. Jeopardy one, Wheel of Fortune two. You did, okay. boy. You were on this. You had this dialed in. Well, I've always wanted to be a game show host. You know, that's that's been my lifelong dream is to have somebody call me and say, "Would you like to host this show called something?" And I said, "Yes, I would love to do that." When do I start? Wouldn't matter what uh, show. No, 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 no. I don't, as long as it's fun. I mean, you got to go with Family Feud's got to be in there, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it was number four. I can see you hosting Let's Make a Deal, Kyle. I think you'd be really good on Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, you know, the problem with Let's Make a Deal is the, the, all that crap that they give you behind like door number two or three, you know, they give you like a, I don't know, like some sort of pig and a piece of paper, you know, I, 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 and plus, it's not big enough for me. I got you. Got to be able to win millions of dollars. I, I like that. You know what I mean? So if LA calls tomorrow, you're the new host of Let's Make a Deal. You're gonna say, No, nah, I'm gonna keep doing the apps. Um, let's talk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do love game show hosts. I gotta be honest. You know what? I'm actually gonna do this this year with the team. I love. I, I want to do similar to uh, Love Connection. I want to do Roomy Connection where. You know, you have two guys leave the room, and then you ask one guy questions, and they come back and see if they can sort of, you know, answer those questions. I think it's just interesting to learn about guys from the other player's perspective rather than just asking them questions. So we'll see if we can't get that going. All right, that'll be great. All right, you did a, you did a fine job. Not only did you nail a lot of them, your assessment of them was uh, almost verbatim of how I viewed them. So uh, we're on the same page on game shows. I love it, boys. Uh, I, I'd love to come in there sometime. I'll try and uh, talk to Vic about coming in and sitting in on the show. I got 
um, a couple of kids that want to be radio people that I promised I would bring them in. So maybe, James, you could bring, we could do like a little kid. You know, you bring your kids in there and we have a little showdown. Also, one last thing. It's a fun today. Elix Gardens today we play summer is here. Get out and get going. Elix Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions, like free dive-in movies, free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elix Gardens theme and water park, two great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. Save up to twenty-five dollars at participating McDonald's locations. Elix. Gardens, we love you. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at Ken's InsAutoServiceInc.com. The Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach! Don't miss Tim Howard, Edgar Castillo, and the Rapids as they square off against one of the most famous teams in soccer, featuring World Cup veterans Carlos Tevez and Christian Pavon. Tickets are available now at Colorado. At Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Minor dings mean major savings on your favorite Nissans, like a 2018 Nissan Altima S for only $18,740. That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. I-25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last date event, JC 114-320, stock number DM 1334, MSRP 24,415, dealer retains all rebates, buyers may not qualify for all rebates, OAC, includes 599 dealer handling fee, plus tax title license, dealer equipment, offer in 73118. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Marilat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Vic off with the Moj today, playing some golf. Jeremy from our sister station, The Mix, has some hot Von Miller takes. He uh, and uh, Dom do a show next door to us, and Jeremy little, Jeremy said uh, the Broncos should cut Von Miller, is what he just told me. It uh, would probably be a little bit of a overreaction yes. to uh, what is a speeding ticket. I'm not condoning speeding. Uh, certainly not that far over the limit. If you missed the news, Von was going 71 in a 45. He was late to OTAs. Uh, I think speed limits are arbitrary anyway. Like, who picks them? Right? Like, why 20 years ago, if I was on I-25 at exit 250 in Berthoud, it was 55 that was safe, and now it's 75. Why? The road hasn't changed. Um, There's yeah. more people on the road now. Back then, it was a ghost town up there. I don't know if you're the best to break down speeding tickets. I think I am. I think I have the most experience. 
<laughs> well, or Vaughn going 26 over. I mean, 26 over, that's a, when a cop guns you 26 over, that's a sirens on, pulling you over. What oh, yeah. is going on with this person? Oh yeah. But I mean, it's a, if you've been on Broncos Parkway, it's not like it's a residential. It's not even like there are people walking around. He wasn't going to run into anything. He was probably the only guy on the road. Lighten up. It just is a shame because Vaughn got in so much trouble, cleaned his act up, won a Super Bowl MVP, awesome dude, celebrity, at the ESPYs last night. I still love Vaughn to death as a Broncos fan, as a media member. He's a joy to cover. But don't be going 71 and a 45. Come on. You think Vance Joseph's going to cut you if you're five minutes late to OTAs? I'm more concerned that he was late to OTAs than the fact that he was speeding. What the hell was he doing that made him late? Don't cut it that close. That's a problem. That's worth looking at. Like, what were you doing? Where are your priorities? Why, why were you running late? That's a question to ask. Club 58 could have been popping. Who knows? Maybe. You know. I, I think that's a concern. The fact that he was speeding, I'm not going to show that, throw that boomerang-shaped stone. So the, the bigger story to you here is that Vaughn didn't leave his house early enough to get to the facility in time. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck work. was he doing? It'd be like if you rolled in at 7.02, I'd be like, what? where are you, dude? Right. Yeah. What was I doing? Why was it running late? Maybe there was an accident on 25 and it was an aberration. Okay, but you know what? If he had a legitimate excuse, he wouldn't have been speeding to get there. Yeah, I mean, the day the Uber driver did the shooting or whatever, remember, you and I both yeah. came sprinting in because we were a disaster trying to get to work. We cut it close. I didn't plan on I-25 being closed. No, but we left at the same time we always leave our houses. Sure. And it was, you know, we, we weren't being irresponsible. No, I didn't expect to wake up to the news that an Uber driver had shot a dude on 25 overnight. I don't know uh, why he was running late. It, probably, it could have been absolutely nothing bad. It might, maybe his alarm didn't go off. I don't know. But there, that's the question to ask. I think getting upset because the guy was doing 71 and a 45 is a bit much. For the record, Jeremy from the mix has some pretty bad sports takes. So Yeah, yeah. and that's chief amongst them. Well, it was funny. During the Avs playoff run, I told him, oh, just say it's a game of inches, Jeremy. And then I would listen to them drive in and go, you know, Dom, hockey's a game of inches. <laughs> that's the sports analysis you get from him. All right, let's fan the globe with Marty o. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Let's span the globe. All right, guys, I want to start with this one. Did you guys see uh, someone call the cops on uh, somebody that set a hard screen on them in a pickup game in Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> they literally Whoa. called 911. That's what the story says. Yeah, they called 911. There's a picture of some guy talking to the cops on a basketball court. Apparently setting a hard screen will get you in the slammer these days. What was the charge? Uh, assault? That's <laughs> assault, brother. Yeah, apparently aggressive screening. I okay. don't know. I don't think anything bad happened. This but. is one of the problems with America today. Like, if you set an overly hard screen in a pickup game, I see being upset about that. The proper reaction is to get up and slug him. But then that would lead to the cops being called and you'd be in trouble. Like... The fact that we, and I don't want to condone too much Wild West mentality, but the fact that we can't just solve problems the good old-fashioned way once in a while, does everything have to involve the cops? Does well, everything have to be a federal case? And it's funny you say that because I vividly remember playing a pickup basketball game with you where one of my coworkers at the time set a really hard screen on you and you were not a happy camper. No, I didn't call the cops. But what'd you do? You got up, you played ticked off, and you beat us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, God, that guy is the lamest dude in America today. He really is. That is awful. Yeah. 
Got it. So hard screen, get up and slug them. Got it. Let me write that down. Well, we should do this game, this again, the millennials versus the old guys basketball game, because I need my redemption, Mario. They might yeah. be bringing brass knuckles. I don't know how James plays. I'm, uh, I'll put, put it this way. I'm in better shape now than I was when I beat him, so. Well, if it was Vic, you, Hastings, Harris, and Kreckman versus Dover, myself, Mario, Jesse, and Spring is a better athlete than Dan. We win uh four games to none, and there, you guys aren't within five in any game to 15. I'll go man, man v. man on uh, Harris. How about that? You would have to take Harris. I would yeah. have to take Scooter. Dover would take Vic. Jesse would take Marilat, and Spring would take Crackman. I'd probably score 13 of the 15. <laughs> have you seen Jesse? He's an athlete. <laughs> no, Jesse's that wiry strong. Jesse and I would definitely we would we would get into it. Yeah, we would we would have some sort of a tussle like in midway through game three. The only thing there is I think Crackman is younger than Jesse, but whatever. We'll put him on the host team. We'll do the host versus the producers team. Right. right? That would be fun. And and then Jesse and I would be fine afterward. Like we wouldn't call the cops. And we would actually get into an altercation in the game. That's how competitive it would well, be. Well, and actually, you know what? I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're going to have Brownman play instead of Hastings. <laughs> huh. There we go. The All I know trade. is Ryan Harris is scoring zero points if I'm <laughs> on him. Uh, I've seen Ryan Harris shoot. That might happen even if you don't guard him. <laughs> All right, guys. Apparently, Julio Jones isn't happy with his contract. He signed a five-year, $71 million deal in 2015. He's now seeing these... Lesser wide receivers signed for more money. Sammy Watkins getting thirteen million a year. Julio only making ten. Sounds like he's gonna sit out training camp and that whole routine. Uh you know, I don't have a problem with it. NFL contracts are are so quirky and so um not really worth the paper they're written on that it, it's hard for me to take the whole oh, you gotta live out your contract. You know, like I have a bigger problem with Kawhi Leonard just saying I'm not gonna play and not show up for work when his money is guaranteed. NFL contracts are day-to-day proposition, so Jones should get what he can get. I have no problem with that. He's a phenomenal wide receiver, arguably the best receiver in the league. So it could be every year he signs a new deal, and then it's like, oh, well, this other guy got a, got more money. I think I want more money than this guy. So I'd, it could be every year with that or what? Well, I mean, every year if he you know, goes down in performance, the Falcons could cut him even though he's got years left on his contract. All right, so updated World Series odds are coming out after the All-Star break. Uh, Houston, Boston, and the Yankees are all uh, plus 500. The Dodgers jumped up to plus 850. The Rockies are sitting at plus 8,000. What do you guys think of that? 80 to 1 on the Colorado Rockies. I'm in. There's value there. You like Tremendous that? value. Tremendous yeah. value. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be a very wise $20 when you're driving through Vegas. If you're streaming us in New Jersey, get it done. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be that would be smart. I saw a poll yesterday um, in the wake of Demar Derozan being traded. If the Raptors were to put a statue up of a ex player in front of their arena, would it be Demar Derozan, Vince Carter, or Chris Bosh? Vince, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Vince Sanity. Chris Bosh didn't do anything in Toronto. He's mellow in Toronto. <laughs> What? Such an unnecessary jab. Uh, it would be Vince Carter. I, I, DeMar DeRozan. Name me the memorable Chris Bosch I'm, moment in I'm Toronto. I'm not arguing with you. I picked, okay. I picked Vince Carter. I'm, I, I had the same answer as you. I don't think DeMar DeRozan or Chris Bosch should have one. Frankly, Vince Carter shouldn't have a statue either. Statues are reserved for Michael Jordan, that kind of a guy. If DeMar were, DeRozan if, gets a statue? If you had to erect a Nugget statue tomorrow, who would it be? Mellow. I think it'd be Alex English. None of them should have a statue. 
Nobody. No, no one's earned a statue. I, I, I mean, let's, let's say they put up a statue of Alex English, right? And then the Nuggets, uh, let's say Michael Porter Jr. leads them to six titles in eight years. What do you give him then? A bigger statue? I mean, if you gave a statue to a guy who just, you know, put up a lot of points and led him to the finals one time, what, uh, you gotta have, it's like some of the early inductees in the Broncos Ring of Fame. And you look up there and you're like, what? Really? Yeah. That, that guy? Because they didn't have anybody to put up there and they well, had to make something. They're gonna run out of room eventually. They need to stay, they, they should correct some mistakes. Is that what happened oh, with Oh, you saying remove people from the Ring of Fame? Yeah. That's a hot take. I got a list too. <laughs> Let's hear it. No, no, go ahead, Marty. Is that what happened with the Rocky statue of Branch Rickey out there? What's, could you explain that to me? Uh, he has a Denver connection. Uh, cause the Branch Rickey Award is, is presented here every year. I don't know what the Denver connection is to, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not sure, but there, there is some sort of, maybe he's from here. I don't know. All right, so the uh, Dallas Cowboys are number one on Forbes' list of valuable franchises at $4.8 billion. Of the uh, 50 teams, 29 NFL teams are on there. You want There are three that are not on there. You want to take a guess at the three that did not make it? Uh, the three least valuable teams in the NFL? Yeah. <sighs> Small markets. Uh, I'm going to go Jacksonville. Nope. Eight. Eight. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. The, the, the Titans. Valuable teams. Titans are 47. Mm. The Colts. Nope. Colts are on there. They have a nice stadium. It's gotta be, they haven't moved yet. Did the, the Raiders, Raiders make it? The Raiders are on there, yeah. One of these teams is in New York. Really? really? The, Jets? the Jets? No. The Giants? No. Oh, oh Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. So New Cincinnati. York. We named the two teams that actually don't <laughs> yeah. play in New York. Yeah. That was yeah. smart of us. Yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Detroit. Really? Like it. Yep. There are only eight NBA teams, six MLB teams, seven soccer teams, and zero NHL teams. Interesting. Yep. Okay. All right. We, we should have been able to get those three. That was some really awful guessing on our part. We got Tom Nalen coming up next, so appreciate it, Marty. You got it. Sorry, I wasn't trying to kick you off. I was just telling you. He obviously had some stuff on the cutting room floor. (laughs) Not real happy about. Former Broncos center, ring of famer, Tom Nalen next. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950. We're keeping you on top of the nuggets. Isaiah Thomas is now a nugget. If he can score 15 points per game, that's all you need. The Rockies. It's not just winning. It's winning series against winning teams. And pretty soon, Altitude 950 is going to be on the case at Broncos training camp. I want to master this offense. We've made some big steps. You know, there's a lot to grow on, too. When you're here, you get it all. That's the advantage of Denver's all-sports station. We talk sports here on this station. We talk all sports. Altitude 950. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosher for my friend. At Colorado Family Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you get one on one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready, 
to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. What is it about paint? You pick a color in the store, you think it looks nice, but then you cover your whole house in it and, ugh, bad choice. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brahman Show, and K&H Home Solutions want you to cover your house in something beautiful. Everlast Composite Siding is the most advanced home siding in the industry. You never have to worry about it. It doesn't require caulking or painting. It's water resistant, so it can't swell, bow, rot, or even be attacked by bugs. And get this, Everlast gives you a lifetime warranty against color fading chipping, cracking, and even hail. Cover your whole house in Everlast and you'll think, ah, good choice. If you replace your entire house with Everlast, K&H Home Solutions will give you 30% off your entire project. Yeah, 30% off. Do not miss this incredible deal on Everlast Composite Siding. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range. But not at Medved. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless dent repair, no problems in the future. But what about the savings? During the Medved No Hail Sale, get a Ford, Chevy, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Kia, or Cadillac and save thousands. Get discounts up to $17,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months or no payments for 90 days on select vehicles. Only at Medved during the No Hail Sale on the I-25 corridor to park the 181 Ramp Castle Rock and on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kipling, Exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Online at medved.com. Select vehicles only. Stock number CB4318, MSRP65030. Stock number F5956, MSRP47315. Plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Most finance through GM Financial with approved credits. Subject to prior sale expires 73118. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Yeah, he lands his He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads! The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Vic off playing golf today, James Merlot, Will Peterson with you until 10. Very excited to welcome in our next guest. He's a ring of famer, he's got two Super Bowl rings, and he's a former host on Altitude 950, Tom Nalen. What's up, Tommy? How are you? I'm doing all right, Will. How are you doing? Hey, doing well. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, <laughs> folks want to know, Tom, what have you been up to uh, the last year and a half or however long it's been? Yeah, when uh, when I agreed to come on, I assumed that would be a, a question that was posed to me, and I can't really give you a good answer. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really been up to anything, so um, I literally do nothing. I can use that word correctly, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you literally do. That, that must be nice. That's that's a yeah. that, that's a good life if you can get it. Hey, uh, yeah. 
Tom, we, uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun when you were on the station and, 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 you know, talking about your, your ring of fame speech with the Broncos. And I, I had this thought when the TO news came down that he wasn't going to go, uh, to Canton for the Hall of Fame induction. You had a Hall of Fame worthy career. If you got inducted, uh, would you go? Um, probably not. Really? Why? I don't know. If I had, if I had a choice, um, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really interest me to go make a speech in front of people. It's not it's not my forte. I don't want to come off looking like an idiot, so I'd prefer to I'd prefer not to do it. I mean, there was a time with the Ring of Fame thing that I wasn't going. I, you know, it was my wife had talked me into actually going to it because I didn't want to go. So. Yeah, but you got up there. You you said thank you. You were gracious. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to get up there and speak for forty minutes yeah, like some of these guys, yeah. right? But I think they expect that. And and I'm a, more of an introvert. I mean, Tio is probably the opposite of me, so yeah. I don't know yeah. what his. I haven't really delved into his reasoning behind it, but um, it's his choice, isn't it? I mean, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, it's up to the individual. It's his award, and and. I know the the Hall of Fame has said that they're not going to honor him anymore, which seems petty to me. But you know, it, it, again, it's their right as well. I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, I, I I don't have a problem with him not going because I don't think it would it would it would be it, it would be a hassle for me to do it. It would you know it would it was pretty miserable the week of the Ring of Fame with coordinating family to come in and and, and being nervous. That wasn't you know, I had to speak. Um, they held it in the locker room, like the the ceremony the night before the game. So I had to speak then, and you know it was a lot longer than the twenty point nine eight seconds that I think I spoke. <laughs> at, you know, at mile high. So um, you know, there's a lot of consternation there, and, and it's you know, public speaking is not something that's high in my list of things to do. Former Broncos center Tom Nalen, our guest here on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. So, Tom, what are your sports interests these days? What have you been watching? Are you a, an NFL guy, a baseball guy, an NHL guy? What What have you been having on the tube at the Nalen household? Uh, well, nothing the last couple of days. Uh, I didn't. I watched some of the the home run derby, but none of the All Star game. Um, I needed a break from baseball, but um, I, I told you when I talked to you a couple of days ago. I said. You know, football, you know, I don't really watch football. And I think my reasoning behind that is is that it doesn't really interest me because I, I lived that life. I played it. So it's not an interesting thing for me to watch, whereas a sport like hockey, like NHL, um, even college hockey or baseball, it, it amazes me. Football doesn't amaze me because I did it. And, um, you know, a sport like baseball where – um, like a guy like Rafael Devers for the Red Sox turns on a 103 from Chapman, and as a 20-year-old, it's just it's mind-boggling to me. And you know, knowing Arenado, how he plays third base is it's amazing to me, and it's something that I couldn't do. So I'm more interested in something like that than football. So basically, I watch baseball and hockey. So that being the case, I got to get your hot takes then on the two <laughs> local teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Rockies obviously got hot heading into the all-star break. Um, you know, do, do they have a shot here, even though the Dodgers are uh, yeah, loading up? Shoot. I was going to say they, they, they did. And Machado signing or, or getting traded there 
that dude's an awesome player. I, I don't know if, you know, because I'm an AL East guy, so I know him very well. The Red Sox play him 19 times a year, and he is he's an awesome player. So I think prior to that trade, the Rockies are playing so well. The bullpen is, who knows, I mean, it still seems like a mess, but um, I, I like the Rockies. I like how they're set up. I, I think maybe it's could be a year too early for you know them to win the West, but um, I love watching them play. I mean, I get to watch them play, I guess, not 162 games, but 150 games, so um, it's enjoyable to watch that team play and see them mostly homegrown talent, especially in their rotation. Um, you know, I, I went to the July 4th game with Tyler Anderson pitched, you know, eight innings to shut up baseball at Coors Field, and it's you go to Coors Field, people don't understand the, the size of that. It, it's not home runs there. It's it's the outfield and just, you know, death by a thousand cuts. It's singles and doubles to death, you know, out there. And, and the way he pitched was, was awesome to watch. I wish Bud Block had let him finish the game. But, um, you know, they're an exciting team to watch. And that's another thing that's amazing to me. And Desmond signed a huge contract here, was injured, um, and this year started out horribly and the amazing thing to me is it's such a mental game and the fact that he's able to kind of you know he's kind of on a hot streak right now and and i mean it's i i i wouldn't be able to handle hitting he was hitting what 170 at, at one point during the season and knowing that you had that contract it's such a it's such a mental game I, i'd shut it down man i don't know what i'd do i'd be in double a or something Tom, uh, interesting stuff going on over at Dove Valley, and I know you're not following the, uh, the NFL super closely, but the Broncos ownership situation has been in the news yeah. with, with, with yeah. Beth Bolin speaking up. Um, did you know any of the Bolden children during your time with the Broncos? Um, uh, I knew the blood of the city and, and, uh, Patrick there, but because they'd be around the team, they were ball boys and, and be on our road trips and stuff, but I did not know any of the daughters. Um, it's kind of a murky situation. It's kind of weird. Um, I feel like the, you know, just from reading both sides of it, and it feels like the the current power structure seems to want to maintain their power structure until um, as long as they can. So they've basically said that one's not worthy, but this one will be in eight years or something. I mean, they seem both qualified to take the job, but there's an age limit to take on the you know the ownership of the team and uh, i i know one is clearly old enough to to run the team and seems to have checked off all the boxes but it seems subjective i just think there's there's some people that want to maintain control of the team that at this point i don't think they have a right to but whatever it's funny you mentioned blood of the city being a ball boy because back when i was working there i was i was out in uh indy for one of the playoff games covering the the playoff game for the team website and he's out jacking around before the game and he came within a foot of running over peyton manning when peyton and marvin harrison were doing their warm-ups i mean talk about a controversy right if he'd have taken out peyton before the game and peyton manning he gave him the dirtiest look ever yeah it would (laughs) have given the broncos a shot right uh, I should have paid him more money to take him out because we might have had a chance in that game. <laughs> uh, hey, I gotta ask you this because you were uh, you were part of Super Bowl teams. Uh, that 1998 team went 4-0 with Bubby Brister. Uh, yeah. Could you guys have won the Super Bowl with Bubby as the quarterback? Uh, hmm, I don't know. I, I think we all knew in the back of our minds that John was coming back. Uh, you know, once he got healthy, 
I, I don't know. I thought Bubby, I, I didn't think we missed a beat, but again, it, it was only, the thought was he was temporary, so it's kind of hard to live in a, a parallel universe. I, I think we, who, who knows? I mean, John had such a great game in the Super Bowl because Atlanta was definitely, you know, hell bent on stopping our run, even though TD, I think, got over 100 yards that game. Um, their entire game plan was to stop TD. That's why the, the play action to uh, to Rod was such a, a huge play because they all bid on the run fake, and, and you know, Eugene Robinson was out the night before and bid on it as well. So he'd been on many things. <laughs> Uh, but Tom, he, Bubby definitely should have been the starter in '99, right? That was our expectation um, going in. That was Bubby's expectation, and and I don't, I don't know. Mike's a quarterback guy. He's I think he he was trying to you know do you know thought he'd put us in the best position to go for a three peat there, and and thought Brian was the the answer, and. I, I don't know. I mean, Brian hadn't really taken many meaningful snaps prior to that, so you know, we all thought Bubby was going to be the starter. And I, I think throughout the preseason, Bubby was a starter. And then, what was it? Preseason game four that Mike decided Brian was going to be the starter, and you know, it was preseason was over for us, so it, it didn't really, you know, it was hard to, you know, gel with a new quarterback. But um, you know, Brian rebounded and, and played great until he got hurt in two thousand. So. Um, yeah, I, I think long term, Mike was thinking Brian was the answer. I think short term fans and maybe you know guys that want to go with three feet, Bubby was the answer. Tom, we'll get you out of here on this. You you, set, you started the interview saying you're doing nothing. Uh, I'm just curious, do you have any desire to get back into football in any sort of capacity? No, uh, no, I tried that. I mean, I've been turned down for so many you know jobs. I, I you know resumes I'd send out to Division three schools that you never heard of and and would get no replies from, you know, small college programs, just trying to get my foot in the door, try to build a resume. Um, it's just not going to happen at this point in my life. I hear you. Well, Tom, we appreciate the time today. Uh, glad everything is going well on your end, and uh, let's go get a beer soon and catch up. All right, man. All right, take care. There he goes, former Broncos right. center, Tom Nayland. Fascinating guy. I love his uh, I love his takes on things, his viewpoint on it. Um I don't necessarily agree with him all the time, but that's what makes him fascinating to talk to. Well, and what's fascinating about it, too, is, you know, we can all scream into these microphones all we want. He was the dude putting the ball in Elway's hand on every play. Yeah. And sometimes the whole former athlete has a better take argument drives me crazy. Tom Nalen's probably got a better take on a lot of things. He's more qualified. That's why I asked him the Bubby Brister question. Because yeah. when we were debating the uh, the Mount Rushmore thing, and I said, look, Bubby could have won the 98 Super Bowl. Uh, it, it, let's, you know, yeah, Elway got MVP in the in the actual Super Bowl and had a great game, but they were 4-0 with Bubby. Asking Tom that question, he was there. He played with both guys. Uh, he, he didn't have a definitive answer one way or another, but... um he certainly made it sound like it was possible. Lots to unpack from that interview. I thought his take on the ownership situation was fascinating. His take on the quarterbacks. He nailed was, the ownership was, situation. Was fascinating. And I thought that last answer was really in revealing as well. Yeah. Um, why would you not hire Tom Nalen? Why would you not hire Tom Nalen? We'll unpack it and figure out what we messed up, messed up next. I just messed that up. I also called, uh, Vic Kyle or Kyle oh, Vic. Vic. I can't even remember. Whatever. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. 
Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Vic Lombardi Monday at the National Jewish Health Night and Day Celebrity Golf Classic. It's your chance to play with or against a World Cup champion, an Emmy Award winning journalist, or players from local sports teams. And it all benefits the Mortgage Academy at National Jewish Health. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Do you love sports? Think you have what it takes to be a producer or an on-air host? Call the Colorado Media School now for more information. 303-937-7070. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate i know it sounds funny but if you like to go big then you need to think mini like shop mini make the 2019 mini countryman hybrid your new car with more room to fit more friends more style and more british refinements you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category because it's a hybrid the countryman will get you big miles for less and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shomp Best Price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at ShompMini.com. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at ChampionsOfThePeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times, the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. Give us a call. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. James Marilat, Manchester, Will Peterson, Vic calls VHW with you until 10. Marty O, Jesse Trujillo, and Manchester's got a smile on his face because our good friend Bob Mennery is at it again. Oh my God. He, follow him on Instagram. It's a must and watch his stories. It's just the way all comedians kind of amaze me. They really do. The way they see the world and the Take way they everyday think. Everyday situations. That guy takes walking down a street behind a bald guy and makes it, I'm like crying laughing at his thing. It's so funny. He's, he's hysterical. Do you remember the late Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. Yeah. His joke about vending machines 
remains my favorite joke all the time. And I can't say it on air because there's three F-bombs in it, but the yeah. gist is he wants a vending machine that sells vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that'd be a big bleeping vending machine. Again, it's just like, who comes up with this stuff? Like, I, I follow The Onion on Instagram and yeah. their headlines. It's like, the warped minds that are able to be this creative and this fun, it's just, it's, 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 it's hysterical. If you missed it, Bob Mennery, uh, 1.1 million followers on Instagram, came on with Vic Lombardi and, and talked to us about his work. It was a fun interview. You can find it on our app at Altitude 950 in the App Store. All right, Manchester, we want to unpack a couple of things that Nayland said um, that, in my opinion, were newsworthy. Uh, when I talked to Tom on the phone, I, he was a little hesitant about coming on, but he agreed to do the interview. He knew going into the interview we were going to ask his opinion on some tough subjects, and we did. Uh, what stood out to you? Uh, I thought his answer about the Broncos ownership situation was, uh, spot on. Uh, that it seems as though there are at least a couple of, uh, Bolin children that are qualified to, uh, take over. Beth uh, being chief among them. And they're being blocked by the trust because the trust wants to continue to run the team. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a, a very good assessment of the situation. Um, I thought the part at the end that he, you know, you, you asked him if he wanted to get back in football. And he said he'd, he'd, he at one point had tried to and was sending resumes to Division three schools we'd never heard of and never got, never got a response. That's odd to me. That's bizarre. If like Mike, he's a ring if, of famer. Yeah, if Mike McIntyre had an opening tomorrow on his offensive line, why wouldn't he just pick up the phone and call I Tom don't Nalen? Know. I have no idea. I, I mean, mean, wouldn't you think CU football would be so lucky to have the expertise of Tom Nalen coaching their offensive line? Well, it, it just there's so many parts of it that w- he would make him such a great coach. I mean, he was obviously a great player, which doesn't make you a great coach automatically. But he's a super intelligent guy. You can hear that just listening to him talk uh, in, in that interview. But then the other part of it was, he, I believe he was a seventh-round pick, right? So he was a guy that had to uh, battle his way onto the roster, um, you, you know, it showed that he had that ability. He wasn't a... Wasn't a guy that was silver spoon in his mouth from a football standpoint, came in as a first round pick and just got, you know, handed to him. He did it the hard way, which those are the kind of guys that tend to make better coaches. Right. Not always the case, but they tend to, um, because they had to pay attention to, to detail for lack of a better cliche. I think he'd be a great coach. That boggles my mind. Well, and you know, if you're Vance Joseph or John Elway, your offensive line has been bad the last few they years. They got a coach for every position. Why don't they have a center coach? Why don't they call Tom Nalen? It makes know? no sense to me. Uh, he's a legend in the organization. He's in the ring of fame. Uh, your O-line clearly needs help. I think the Broncos would be wise to pick up the phone and call Tom Nalen. I think they would be too. I, I'm a, and you know, look, we're probably biased. We're, we're both. Tom, we're Nalen fans. Tom Nalen fans. I would fans, consider him a friend. Um, that one, that one just amazed me. I did, I, I think his answer about the, the Hall of Fame speech was, Interesting, because he was the first guy I thought of with the T.O. thing, and it's for different reasons of why I'd be like, I'm not sure Tom would show up and do it. He would. He would. He talked about how he didn't want to do the Ring of Fame thing, and his wife talked him into it. And look, he gave a short speech. It was 20.98 seconds. And he closed it with such as after the Miss America. But he he was gracious. He said thank you. He got up there. Like, you don't have to be, you know, uh, a great orator, but you do need to, in my opinion, you should show up, say thank you, and wave to the fans. And that's the the right thing to do. Being Tom's producer for a long time when the station first launched was really interesting because we would do a conference call every day at 11 to discuss what we wanted to talk about on the show. And his ideas on a daily basis were fascinating. You know, watching sports from his perspective was a 
was an interesting thing. So he's an interesting guy. I think he'd make a good coach, well, but he says that ship has sailed. And that ties into what he talked about in terms of doesn't watch a lot of football because he enjoys hockey and baseball because he likes to watch guys do things that he can't do, that he looks at in, 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 with, with amazement, whereas he's been behind the scenes. of He played at the highest level. He's a you know a, a borderline and Hall of Fame football player. Doesn't watch football and be amazed by what they've done. He's been behind the curtain. He's seen it. Uh, I thought that was uh, that was pretty fascinating as well. All right, Marty, what do we mess up today? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's fact checker, presented by Ken's Auto Service for all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service, a full service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at Ken'sAutoServiceInc.com. All right, guys, we'll start with a layup. You said that uh, Larry Walker never made the playoffs in his Rockies career. Uh, 1995 NLDS against the Braves went 3-for-14 with a three-run homer. Oh, so he was on that rush. He that must have been his first year, in, uh, first year in Denver. That is correct. Okay. okay. All right, James, you also messed something up today. Let's let's hear it. What? It was the, you know, women are from Mars, men are from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. Men are from Mars. I knew it when women I said are it. From Venus. I was like, this doesn't sound right. It doesn't roll off the tongue like it should. Marty, I was wrong about that one. Oh, Save that. Fantastic. Save that drop. I, th- I should just end here, but I'll keep going. Well, uh, I think it's safe to say you were missing Vic today as you called both James and Kyle Vic. Uh, let's listen to both of those. Here's the thing, though. Vic, you missed it the day after. Uh, uh, Vic, what's the encore going to be? Le- or Vic, you're Kyle. What- <laughs> Got someone on the brain there? Uh, That's such a peek behind the curtain of who <laughs> is in my head a constantly. lot. Remember I called Vance Joseph Vic? I, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, I called Vance Joseph Vic. <laughs> Vic, though, it, it, the reason he's in your head is because today's his day off. He's not doing the show. Uh, we got 30 seconds into the show before he called and contributed. Yeah. Yeah, he was mad at something I said and he had, to, he had to, he had to get on the air and be a part of his own show. I'm gonna let him and Moj just hang out the next couple of days, not bother him, and we'll see him on Monday. That's the plan. We'll be live from the, uh, the sanctuary golf course that day. Will he call tomorrow? Cause something I said made him mad. Yeah. See if you can get him calling in the first 20 seconds. Break your record. Beat the record, yeah. yeah. All right, we got a new Teflon today. It was Teflon Todd. We can add that to the repertoire. I don't yeah. think we've had that one before. He's uh, he's perhaps the most Teflon in town. It's still Elway, but he Teflon Todd. That Todd Helton gets a tremendous free pass in this town. Nobody, nobody has anything critical to say of, uh, about Todd Helton as a player other than me. What did you say about his uh his burger stand? They only serve yeah, singles. There's a reason they only serve singles. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate it. Uh all right, got a couple minutes left here, at Manchester. Let's wrap up some of our topics on the show today. I want to go back to the the Espies thing and it, you and I were watching it last night and, and it was just so cool to see these teams, but I was just craving to see a a Denver team. Because, you know, when the Broncos won Super Bowl 50, you watch the ESPYs the next year, they're all over it, you yeah. know. Um, it'll be interesting to see this time next year if if a Denver team is prominently featured on the ESPYs. What, what would you handicap it that there's any chance a Denver team is is one we're seeing on the ESPYs next year? I think it's about a one-in-eight chance. Ooh. That's a, I mean, buzz, that's a buzz kill. Well, really? What are the odds that the Rockies win the World Series? They're 80 to 1. Yeah. And they were my number one choice. <laughs> True. So what are the odds that the Avs win the Stanley Cup? They're, they're, they're better than 80 to 1. It's a, it's just the, the way the sport is, 
um, is constructed. But they're probably what? 20 to 1? 25 to 1? Oh, I bet you could get them at 40 or 50 to 1. Okay. Yeah. And the Broncos, what's their odds? I think they're 30 to 1. Which is preposterous. That That's just betting on history. And the Nuggets are like 100 to 1. So you put all those together, 1 and 8 is about probably right. All right. 1 and 8, I'll give it to you. 12.5% chance this time next year. We're talking about how the Denver guys did on the ESPY. The Buffs? Football team? Are they gonna be? They have a shot. Eh. I, I mean, they'd have to not only make the playoff, they'd have to win a playoff game. Yeah, that's a, it ain't gonna happen. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's just it's it's a one in eight chance. What, while you're on doesn't that, doesn't mean we won't have fun seasons. Doesn't mo- mean it won't be steps in the right direction. But if you're asking me, is the local team gonna win a championship in the next twelve months? I'm gonna say you have a not a very good chance of that happening. Real quick, while we're on that, what are your expectations for Mike McIntyre and CU this year? Uh, I, I, they need to make a bowl game. That, that, they have to be a bowl team. That it, seems like a low ceiling. They didn't make one last year. Yeah, but Montez is what? First team all, or he's on some watch list or something? Yeah, there's like 97 guys on that. I think if you have a heartbeat or don't play at CSU, you can get on that. <laughs> um, wow. I, I, I think they need to make a bowl game. I think it needs to not be a bowl game that's played before Christmas. I mean, so, you know, they need to be an eight, nine win team. Look, they have to, they have to do a couple of things. You have to beat CSU. I think you have to go into Lincoln on September 8th and beat Nebraska, which is not going to be easy because that place is going to be jumping early in the Scott Frost era. New head coach. And yeah. you're not 100% sure what you're getting. That would be a big win. I think you need to beat a team, especially a team at home, that you don't expect to win. All right, Beat a ranked team or two. Um, that Those are kind of the things. So I don't really look at it as record necessarily. Like, oh, they got to win eight games. Maybe. But I think it's more of like did they signature get, wins. Yeah, did they get some of the big check marks? You have to beat CSU. It's been 1,418 days since CSU beat them. You have to, or something like that. I just saw it on Twitter. Um, you have to. You don't have to beat Nebraska, but that would be a nice one. That would that would do tremendous things for getting the excitement rolling early up in Boulder. Yeah, you go into Lincoln and win. That's a big deal. Yes, teams don't go into Lincoln and win very often. And it's going to be even when Nebraska's down. It's going to be 100 degrees and humid for that game. So that would be that would be nice. That would get people jumping. They've got a Friday night game early. I think it's the last Friday in September against UC- I think it's UCLA at home. That would be a nice win. You got to get some of those and get the excitement rolling. All right, Manchester, you clearly have a lot to say about CU football, so we will do more of that tomorrow. How's that sound? Okay, I got some research to do. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fire us up. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Pete Manning was a better player as a Bronco. He was a better player. His four seasons with the Broncos were better than any four seasons John Elway had. Take a, fine, go find. You got 16 years to choose from. Find me four years in John Elway's career that were better than the four Peyton Manning had here. Find them. You can't. You can't. He was a one-time MVP in 16 years. Peyton won an MVP here in once in four years. It's a better percentage. He went to two Super Bowls in four years. He won one Super Bowl in four years. That's better percentages than John. It just is. <laughs> That seemed pretty definitive. Pretty good. We'll call that a win. Well, Todd Romero and Scott Hastings just made their way into the studio, so they'll give their takes on thank you Manchester. For golf on, the only TV in the, thank you. Yes, Scott's happy with our TV selection of the British Open. Hey, for Marty, for Jesse, for Kyle Keefe, for Tom Nalen, James Merrill, I'm Will Peterson. See you tomorrow. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. The biggest off-season pickup was LeBron James. I would ask you if you're excited, but I can tell you are. 
I mean, who doesn't love LeBron James? He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And now LeBron is the newest Los Angeles transplant. Los Angeles transplant is also what he Googles when he needs new hair.